0: Love to Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day.
1: Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys,
2: from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar.
1: You are listening to
0: radio. Ah, down, down. Uh,
1: shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With your boy, Tuco Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live. Right here on the Rascal Cash Radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy, Tuco, and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. This is Wrestlecast Radio. You ready, KZ? Uh, yeah.
2: That's, that's I think he's ready for Kobe work.
1: <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna try to get this KZ versus. all the... like, and then I just kept picturing Funky Jackie Kamei doing the arm thing. <laughs> I was like, God, he's so tight.
2: He looks nothing like Jackie Chan. Like, I'm a little like weirded that they they would say that. Maybe his stunt double, like the '80s. <laughs> Well their but thing was his nothing hair.
1: like Jackie Chan. Not his face, not his build, but just his hair. <laughs> not even the hair.
2: What hair of, of Jackie Chan? <laughs> That's not even drunken master Jackie Chan.
1: Um, maybe from like um police uh, police academy or whatever that one was. When he's got <laughs> so that really fluffy hair. The sound and effects around. Dude?
0: Woo woo <laughs> <laughs> No,
1: no, no, maybe it was a police
2: story. Was that what it was? Oh, okay. Oh, man, Jackie Chan Police Academy with uh, got Bubba Bubba from the the football player from the Bills.
0: <laughs> the, Hightower, right. I want to
2: say that was the guy with the glass. Hightower, was that, like a missile launcher. <laughs> of course, Steve Gutenberg.
1: Damn! Somebody said Tegan Knox dresses like Craig. <laughs>
2: Craig. Oh, but then read the second one.
1: Please. Okay, going back.
2: Please. So ladies and germs, there is a picture of Tegan Knox as she was the charging battery <laughs> coming back from her injury. And uh, someone stated, wow, Tegan Knox dresses like Craig from Friday. And then it was in this wrestling a Facebook group I'm in. Uh, with some buddies back home, and then uh, someone posted the picture of Craig from Friday. Legit the same flannel. It's insane. So I'm wondering where this character is going to go. Maybe she's recharged from the green, from the hydro. Who knows? Maybe that healed her naturally, and probably for the better. So wake up, America. But anyways, or I should say South Dakota. But then I <laughs> posted right underneath Second later because I thought that was very funny. I then stated... Well, she better not bleep around and get future endeavored by Nick Kahn on her job. <laughs> I'm proud of
1: that one. She, uh, she she worked um, Tony Storm on a dark match before some some show Ooh, or, like, which is going to be
0: called
1: something? up. Was I don't was know with like, the or or seeing... Who cares? Why do they need to have tryouts with these people? <laughs> I still don't understand, like. You've had them in your system for like four or five years, uh, like something like. The and United. then they were also
2: wrestling for four to five years before that. Yes. Yeah, so incredible you... wrestling matches. I, I don't know. Uh oh, you you're know, gonna like... go on a tangent. No, but the crazy <laughs> thing is, is Tony Storm, and I mean that in a good way. Uh, your your depressive uh, tangent, I should say. As <laughs> we gonna... witnessed in episode of
1: 188. <laughs> I'm not gonna do. What everybody thinks I'm going to do is strip
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: uh, but what's crazy is,
2: you know, Pritchard and, you know, all the producers and whatnot are the ones that are requesting these matches. And, you know, Vince, you know, had made the long trek to Orlando in the Performance Center, you know, to check out the NXT talent, which, you know, of course, you know, they were, you know, petrified, you know, after all all these releases and one of the latest batches, being from the NXT camps, uh, you know, they were all worried. And then it was rumored she, he, he, like, saw, like, two people. And then that was it. And everyone was relieved. <laughs> They're like, Ooh. It's like when your district manager comes in, you're like, oh, man, how are we going to hide this mess? And then you do it to, like, the very last second, and you sweep underneath a guardrail, and you're just like, all righty. Everything's tidy as it can be. Bring it out
0: <laughs> I just...
1: Like I said, you know, it's going to be. I want to be positive this week. We have so much stuff to talk.
0: Ugh, so it, much Puro.
1: Um, somebody goes, "Are you going to talk the Great American Bash?" And I said, "What's that?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" NXT had a show on the on the network again, and they're like, "No, it was on." Um, it was NXT, on NXT. The
0: on USA. USA.
1: I said, well, I don't watch that shit on TV. I don't watch the USA shows, like, but it was a super show. I said, well, I guess I missed one then. Because I'm, not, I'm not watching
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
1: I think I turned it on, and I saw about five minutes of MSK, the Musty kids against Ciampa and Thatcher, and it was fine. Like there's nothing wrong with it, but I was just like, I'm going to just finish it. That's an movie, intriguing
2: so. matchup. It's a hybrid of styles. You know, catch a can wrestling And and whatever the hell Ciampa does I mean, he's the cycle killer So it's just beat down after chop After, you know, beat down That he he will imply And then some ravaging move Off the uh, middle to top rope And you're like, dude, your neck Um, But, uh, I mean I would be intrigued by that match I'm not going to lie I am a fan of uh, the FKA The Rascals um, And MSK So, I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad at watching that. I wanted to watch Great American Bash, but sorry, guys, I'm also a pop culture nerd, and uh, unfortunately, the epidemic and pandemic of 2020 uh, made me a fan of uh, some real Housewives franchises, so <laughs> sometimes on Wednesdays, that, and sadly, I'm uh a C S The Key fan, and I've been a Hills lifer since it was Laguna Beach back in the day, so uh, sometimes my Wednesdays, uh, if I don't, you know, do a, a quickie hustling job at night, I will, uh, come and watch those shows with the family. So again, wanted to watch it, but dynamite takes a little bit more, you know, kind of, you know, TV time, uh, these days since they're, uh, you know, having some fantastic shows.
1: Yeah, I, I I watched that on Wednesday. I didn't watch NXT on Tuesday, but I watched. I, I did watch the whole thing. Of Dynamite. I thought it was awesome. Um dude, I, I love the the. Uh, I love the fact that they they did not that nobody leaked the thirty day no compete instead of the ninety. Yeah. Was not expecting that whatsoever. No, I got, the end. I got spoiled on it by um some like I felt like a, a clipping of just a picture of them, but like it didn't like bother me. I was still like, oh shit, that's that's cool. What do you think of the gimmick? Ooh, what was that? I'm I'm fine with it just because it's look, it's a it's a fresh start and and one thing AEW does? For Tommy that, N? You mean what well I don't, I don't even know do not even worry <laughs> about that. What what I'm saying is the thing that, that AEW does so much so good that WWE beats you over the head with a hammer with it on it when they tell you like that um that match between um, Bailey and Bianca Belair at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Part of the reason why I didn't give it a good score when we talked about it was because Corey Graves said about 15 times, Hey, anything's legal in here. She can do it. It's legal in here. Why do you have to tell me this so many times? I don't, you don't need to tell me this. I don't need to hear because this. they I'm think people
2: are stupid.
1: Yeah. That's why Excalibur goes, Oh my God, that's Tommy End. I used, I wrestled that man 15 years mm-hmm. ago in Dusseldorf, Germany. But that isn't Tommy Yen. I don't know what the hell that is. But that Ooh. used to be Tommy Yen. And he explained that this is who this guy is, but this is definitely not him, as you can tell by his figure change. And then he got the name and figured out the name. And he goes, he goes, that's 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 that. He's telling me about this guy, Malachi Black. That's That's got to be his Malachi. Something's not right here. And then they just left it alone. I
0: it, wish it
2: sounded true. like that because that sounded way better than. Uh Excalibur saying, "Yes, I know that guy. I rubbed him." But he didn't mention Tommy End. JR Wait. mentioned Tommy End. And then he no, mentioned Tommy End, Tommy End again. End. And then
1: Excalibur was like, "Wait, no, no.
2: that's not? That's Malachi Black."
1: Well, he said Tommy End before JR did cuz I don't think Jr. Yeah, cuz come on man, you think JR knew who what Tommy End is? Yeah, he's a mark. He said he said Dynamite last week was AE, it was WWE you know yeah, don't I I'm, to. I'm just taking a cheap shot. But, but like, <laughs> can you like think about how WWE would have reacted that way. They would well, have, yeah, they, would they had a
2: wrestler, as, we, as they named Doudrop, uh that's been with the company for over two years, and participated in numerous May Young Classics, looked at Dynamite in those May Young Classics, should have picked up by the company they're the show Dynamite, but unfortunately she's forgotten because uh, you know Piper, <laughs> Piper Nevin is now a dewdrop. But and she's getting TV time, exposure, and people are talking, and they're seeing her talent. Where otherwise, who knows where she would have been? You know, into that shuffle. Unfortunately, yeah. because of how that company sees how women wrestlers should look, when she is top to bottom, I'd say top six workers uh, in the women's division. At the moment, already,
1: you know, and and I mean it, it, that's that's what the company does. I mean, th- think of how they would have handled this situation. I I had always said too, I hope Ethan Page is that mystery guy because him and Darby Allen had one of the best feuds in like oh, yeah. like ten years ago in Evolve. It was so good in Evolve. I said I want to see what they could do, not with games booking, but with the way AEW is booking, and they mm. sat him down with Jim Ross and they they in 3 minutes explained why why they don't like each other. Ethan Page said this is why I don't like him. And this is why once I got here I attacked him. Ooh. And then and then they're going to have a match now. They didn't need to try to tell you 900 convoluted storylines Or they do, you know, they, it, think of Steen and Generico how they had to like
0: mm-hmm. I mean
1: they're still trying to beat it over your head that they used to be friends. Like get out of here. <laughs> like it's it's been 10 years, guys. You know, and, so, and they did
0: it in three minutes.
1: This oh, is why gotcha. I don't like you. Okay, cool. Yeah, their with JR like was really good. Yeah, and that's, that's, that, was, that was why it was so perfect. It was just, mm-hmm. that's, and it goes to what we said about, you know, the Hangman Page, Kenny Omega thing where, where, you know, we brought that up and, you know, said, you noticed it was all about Kenny Omega and they completely, mm-hmm. they took the Hangman Page redemption storyline and they threw it in the garbage because it was really a Kenny Omega And they completely screwed over Adam Page, and it's going to get a payoff. Mm -hmm. And now we're we're really getting it. Like you said, they better not do it at Fighter Fest, which I don't think they're going to do. Full inner circle
2: at all out, which you know makes sense. First time match ever against Jericho, you lose. Two years later, again redemption in all its glory. Um, They face redemption
1: and have a real one come. Like it's that's long. That's called long term booking. Why why can't the, the other people? Did you see WWE was under one point five million this week?
0: Yes, they're a, like a yes. one
1: point four seven, and they had Rhea Ripley hobbling out or something with a crutch. I saw in a still, probably trying to get out of her match with Charlotte. Like, oh god, I thought Charlotte was the
2: hero. What's happening? I haven't watched on like weeks.
1: Well, remember but. at Hell in a Cell when she when she did it, and she's like, "Oh, it's a good move, bitch," or whatever. It yeah. Was. When she <laughs> t- the uh, table at her? Yeah. Do you think Charlotte was backstage at AEW? Uh, I hope so. For Andrade's debut? Yeah, because they were
2: taping next week's episode already. So, yeah. I mean, that's definitely a possibility.
1: I would hope <laughs> she would out, be.
2: Is she getting a feeling?
1: To, uh, oh, man.
2: You know, like, I know Will that... she make I... that women's division more credible? Not due to her name, but due to her ring work, which you know, are very, not, not you're critical, of, but not in a bad way, because you know, wrestling, you are a wrestler, you are a promoter, you understand it, but you have been very critical, probably because again, she's a flair, you know, in her DNA, but does she ring work wise bring credibility to that division then?
1: I'm glad you said that. Cause that was literally what I was going go to go into. So I was like, perfect. You yeah. read my mind here. Great mind. Um, man. can you imagine the blow on top of it that that does to the E that their homegrown star that they shoved down your throats, you know, it's like the the female version of Roman Reigns leaving Mm -hmm. the company and jumping ship. This is like when Kurt, this would be like when angle went to impact, I think. And you know, I always say that she wrestles to her opponent's ability. I think AEW top to bottom has a better women's roster. I still think Sasha Banks is, is the best American woman wrestler in the world. I will always stand by that. I think Air, be it I'm already getting frightened with her on the main roster. What they're doing with her because before mm-hmm. she was just, I'm the best. I'm gonna beat you, and now she's like concerned in promos and shit. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> you already are me. gonna lose it. Hey, her girl.
2: feud with Bailey though, I would say is one of the better feuds. And I only saw it through promo packages, so whatever editing they had before Helena was like, okay, lock me in. I'm 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 set. You know,
1: so she she would go in there. She would be one of the one of the better women but she's improved what's what's sure. always been my my beat like what's what's always been my stance on why she can't work above a competition
2: because she doesn't know how to adapt on the spots
1: she's yep she was, she was she was she is a PC driven monster she was you know, she was she followed the script out. like a yep. promo what happened when Kay Conti
0: left
2: she took some pictures, posted them on Instagram, and then uh, was on AEW Dark, and then did it again, and then signed a contract, and has proven a lot of people wrong.
1: Because she got to, she got to wrestle a different style. She got to learn mm-hmm. from a different territory. She got creative freedom that you're given before you go to the machine. You know, these these guys usually go to the machine after they already yes. understand everything. She's homegrown. But there's still the times. Think of if she went there and she was given freedom and and people weren't gonna be scared to give her criticism or weren't wouldn't be scared to go, Hey, if you did this or tried this, it might improve that. Yes. Like like I think she could reach the potential or close to it that she should be at if she wasn't that. Because
2: athletically she's probably the most athletic women's Mm -hmm. wrestler in a I mean, in America, if not top five in all the world, but yeah, it's just, and we've seen glimpses over the last two years, at least I have, where she's like, oh, maybe she's making a change. Oh, oh is she leading this match? You know, this and that at times, but then, yeah, she can revert back to, you mm-hmm. know, like kicking the air.
1: It's it's like I always say, look at when she's working you know, Sasha and Becky and, mm-hmm. and you know, things like that. Or even even when she worked EO in NXT. But then look at the way but when the she was But the thing worked. is,
2: with those three women, the other horsewomen of NXT, like, I'm not saying that Charlotte wasn't a fan of wrestling, but it always seems like she didn't care that there was a wrestler. He was always on the road. She was a volleyball player. She was scholarships before, you know, spiking the ball over the net.
0: You mm-hmm. know,
2: she didn't want to do this. So the other three have been fans all their lives and wanted to do this where, you know, she was like, I'm athletic. I have the name. Let's see where I can go. I'll do it in the, you know, honor of my brother where the other three wrestled the Indies, you know,
0: uh-huh. became
2: a flight attendant during the instance of being a wrestler, <laughs> you know, like, so uh-huh. it, it's crazy how, you know, yeah, they had that, you know, quote unquote, you know, indie training there, learning what actual wrestling is, comparable to just TV wrestling. But I think it has its benefits in 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 some ways because AEW they're doing the same thing, but they just have all the not in a bad way, just that bitterness slash venom against the machine. Like, hey, we've been doing this way before then. People that used to be a part of it jumping over, or people that never were a part of it. You know, and just saying, hey, we can do better as we have on the indies over the last six years. And, you know, sometimes AEW still feels like I'm watching a televised independent wrestling event. And that's not a bad thing because it's only been two years since. And I think everybody so far has done a damn good job. uh, Unless you're the camera guy, you know, filming that blood and guts finish (laughs) or having a death match finish. A hundred grand, by the way, that Tony Khan did not pay. A hundred grand for sparklers. What do you think about that, by the
1: way? God, what a joke, and it sucked. I, I had, I, I, I never expected a laugh after at the end of a pay per view. That wasn't like the horror show at Extreme Rules or whatever. Is that on your uh, list
2: of top matches? Take away the sparklers and the Eddie Kingston, you know, covering. Protecting, if you will, is that on your top ten so far, twenty twenty one of matches? No. Is it because you just remember that finish?
1: No, I just it was a it was a really good match, but it wasn't like I mean it, no, I mean it, it wasn't one it, of the it,
2: four Shingo Will Osprey matches we've had <laughs> this year or two Okada Shingo matches or
1: oh, Shingo Jeff you know, Cobb. Let's just not talk about the third Okada Shingo, because that was kind mm-hmm. of a wet fart. I mean, it was still good, but, the, you know, when it's a New Japan main event with two all-time great wrestlers and it's a three-and-a-half star, three-and-three-quarter match, that's a letdown. Whereas most are like, that match was awesome. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that match, you know, the ceiling is so high. No, I just, yeah. the, the problem is this year, you know, I think part of the reason why I have watched so much that I've watched is because of just how how good it's been. Like I, I was looking today, I haven't even started DDT King of Gate yet. Yeah. You know, but I, and I look at congrats um, to the winner. <laughs> you know, you you look at um. So. We we didn't have a show last week. The, the last show we had was on the 24th, I believe, right? I think yep. it was June 24th, yeah. So since June 24th, I, I watched um, no, two Noah shows, a Dragon Gate show, Game Changer, uh, the Gleet show, another Stardom show, an FMW show. Did
2: um, you watch all I, the FMW plus E or whatever the hell it's called?
1: Um, I didn't watch. I, I watched most of it. It was it was fine. How was the but, explosion? I mean you couldn't see anything in that room anymore <laughs> There was so much smoke everywhere <laughs> Jesus and and they had a barbed wire they had a barbed wire bomb on the ground and and uh sushi rolls off the apron or gets DDT'd off the apron by Abdullah Kobayashi and they fall and smokes everywhere and there's can't see nothing and, like, as the commentary – there was, like, English commentary randomly. It was weird. As they're, like, trying to figure things out, you just um, – you just start hearing Abdullah Kobayashi just start screaming. And I was like, oh, my God, what's happening, him in the midst of the
0: smoke? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it was, it was a little unsettling. But, I mean, it was cool that they did it. Um, I did enjoy – Is this going to be an uh, ongoing thing, then?
2: Is this, like, no. the
1: bodyguards uh gimmick? <laughs> I'll be shocked if they do a second show. There's so many companies in Japan who like start up and run one show and they're like we're yeah. we're the new thing and then they never come back. Mm. Feel better, Terry like, Funk. Jeez, it, it was it out there. There was uh, uh, butt sushi, like at sushi, but, but, Did but you just sushi, say butt sushi. But, uh, B-U-A-T.
0: Okay.
1: So it could be Buts but Butsushi but sushi. Uh, futonita. basically a parody of Sushi Onita. He came out the wild thing and everything. Which I think is funny too, because you know, like the version that
2: Tony Khan first made Moxley come out to the incorrect <laughs> one.
1: Yeah, at the at the Death match or whatever. Yeah. Or, the the, classic. Yeah. That was um that I don't. So people say that's a botch. I don't think that was a botch because that's the one that Onita came out to. He did it to. The Like, cause they, and then they went back then they went to the other one the next week okay cool so he did the special thing as a nod to you know he wears the leather jacket like onita it's a nod to mm-hmm. onita and i think people were just like "Hi, ah, screwed up <laughs> really like i didn't realize had, people did that oh people were like why oh john boxey's probably confused that, that he bought the wrong version of that song and you know he looked really confused when he came out and well, Tony Khan doesn't doesn't uh, he, he's trying too hard because he bought the wrong you know people find everything to nitpick he just he yeah. deep dive in Twitter and you see. So I mean, it was an awesome.
2: awkward two seconds. Now that I think about it, where yeah, it was because the thing is with music cues, especially in All Elite Wrestling, they just have mm-hmm. them at the most random times, like with the Orange <laughs> Cassidy. Team. Like I love the Pixies. I love that song. Where's my mom- I love, you know, reminiscent of Fight Club, probably my top two favorite movies of all time. And then, of course, you know, you have Frank Black, who who is an emo genius, uh, and you're just all like, but this doesn't make sense. Like, when he wins a championship or a big match, it's going to go, like, into that random song. Like, we're going to have that baller, like, boom, boom, like, this guy's a champion. This is a champion where it's just going to be like...
0: You know, I, I don't know. Kind kind just,
2: the this cue and the timing, I, I think you could have gotten a few different other songs. Well,
1: that was his, his song on the indies. That's why they went back to it.
2: I thought it was a different song he had on the indies.
1: I, I don't know. I, it sounds and then people were all
2: like, hey, why didn't you get that song, but you got this song.
1: Huh. I, I don't know. Maybe they just sound the same to me, because right? I don't have a, a wide variety in some music, but... I remember, remember that, that guy got Yuki thrown
2: into a or through Jericho in a vats of orange juice
1: <laughs>
2: and mimosas. I
1: don't, I don't want to talk about that shit. But no, go, circling back what to, to that guy is. Uh batsushi f Fu, uh futo, Ni, futo Nita, uh faced uh Yumihito Imanari, who's from uh um Ganbar Pro. He was in the uh the six man with the canoka. Oh, yeah. Um uh, and he gets thrown into the into these like silver streamers around the top rope, and he starts like shaking and screaming and ah like an electric system. totally making fun of the uh, the, the obvious, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which I laughed hysterically. There was another another funny ass spot. I pulled up my dang notes and none of it saved apparently, so I don't any of my notes. There was another uh callback spot to that. Um
0: <laughs> Yeah, no. they like
1: they they took like two shots at that match, which surprised me. So certainly Onita <laughs> was on the the promo lead up video. Really? Yeah, when they because if you remember when they did that, when Wasn't they Was it Anita match.
2: Onita in the promo package to the build up of that match? Yeah, so I was saying
1: he was in that. Yeah, that's why it's shot yeah, and then he disrespects it? Man, that's balls. I'm uh I'm trying to go back here to the end of this match here and see if uh, see if I can figure out what the hell I, I thought was so. So is to this play. all
2: leading to an Onita Moxley death match like next year somewhere At, like double or nothing?
1: Uh, if somebody's going to pay Onita, I guess Onita will do anything for a payday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, I'm I'm watching back the end of this match. I don't. I don't. I have no idea who the hell this this dude was that, that plays the fake. Tell me, Onita oh, and Jun Kasai have had a death match. They had to have, right? I I would be shocked if they haven't. I guess <laughs> I you know I never really imagine all the sickles in that. match. I, I never was a, you know, a big Onita guy for whatever reason. Like when I started getting into a lot of the death match stuff, it was like FMW when it was Hayabusa. Oh, that was the thing they did. I see it now. So they have a baseball bat, and it's wrapped in, like, those, um, like, like silver streamers to make it look like it's barbed wire. Hmm. And he, so, uh, uh, Bwatsushi picks up the bat, and he slams the turnbuckle like he's setting off the bomb. But obviously it's, like, streamers, so there's no bomb. Yep. So the crowd starts going, <laughs> oh, <that's funny. laughs> the crowd starts going, Err! And the crowd's pretending they're the bomb. And then he hits them with it and then everyone goes and then he starts selling the shit out of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's that's pretty great.
0: It was funny. I mean that's you're not gonna
2: bleep with Omnita, so I mean I get it. I don't the only thing I see is they had a tag match against each other. I don't see a singles match.
1: Huh. Maybe Oh, or Kasai just came too late. Wow.
2: Him and the Great Sake versus Kasai and Makami in a street
1: fight. <laughs> great Sasuke, man. I remember on that, when he when he like put that... Oh, he shot him in the face with a streamer gun, and then he won. That's how he beat him. That's right.
2: <laughs> was that a nod to Dragon Gate there? Come on. Tell me it was. <laughs>
1: Maybe it was a nod to Game Changer and that dude shooting himself in the face with the Roman candle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, I didn't
2: know uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott uh, used to be a hardcore uh, deathmatch wrestler. It
1: hey, wasn't he a Game Changer or not Game Changer? Uh, CZW. CZW. Yeah. yeah, that's wild to me.
0: Rob <laughs> Van Dam,
2: what? Robbie V. What's crazy is Dice k uh Sakamoto is considered the I know big Japan that's their gimmick, but it's he's so huge like he shouldn't be in death matches, and I've seen one of his, but he's on this list of top death match wrestlers to watch out for
0: and Rhino <laughs> is ahead
2: of him. Honoma used to be death match, wow, yeah,
1: Tomoki Homo was yep, that's why his forehead looks like a duel of the butchers.
2: oh, I just thought that was from his uh...
1: Hey, he talks like that. He talks like Kane yeah. with the mouth
2: thing. Oh, Jesus. Hashtag <laughs> 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 Five years
1: oh, ago, that's by, that's by that's the that's way, that's yesterday, that's the anniversary, of the,
2: of, the that's the that's anniversary that's of the NWO. That's fast that's at the, the beach, Hulk Hogan becoming the third man because Sting did not want to tan. Oh, wait, no, that's why he didn't win the title at Stargate. But um, thoughts on the everlasting, just iconic, Classy of the NWO, which, by the way, in Austin 316, I know we do a show, so if you want to stop, like, we could easily do an hour plus just on these two moments. On 1996 wrestling in general, yeah. break down on why, how is this not the greatest year in professional wrestling?
1: Dude, that NWO changed everything. Like, I know WWE won the war and everything, but if they didn't do this angle... WWE probably would have never changed the way they changed. Yeah. And like, I mean, in, Austin was getting over, but again, two weeks
2: from the iconic Austin 316, you know, King of the Rings speech to, you know, again, Hogan being the third man from Scott Hall coming out on a Nitro to then Kevin Nash coming out a week or so later on a Nitro. And then, you know, just raising hell and then Hulk Hogan. Changing the game. I remember because I didn't order pay-per-views at that time, but I remember hearing about it, watching Nitro, and losing my shit.
1: <laughs> losing their shit as well. The Bucks lose by ten, go down two nothing to the Oof. Sons Suns and foul. Sons and foul.
2: Fitzgerald getting his title finally. Chris Paul. No, Fitzger- Larry Fitzgerald. Oh. Part of owner of the Suns.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> that just threw everything off for me. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> stop, I'm auditioning this.
2: for my sportscast radio spot back.
1: Wow, you got, you got, you're on, on par with how Kyle was, so you're doing pretty good. What? <laughs> I said you're doing on par with Kyle with some of his... Uh, some of his knowledge with, with some of the stuff. Larry Fitzgerald is not part owner of the Suns.
2: Uh, check that ish, bro. He's like co-owner, like part of an ownership team or something.
1: What the hell? Larry Fitzgerald becomes owner of one of the greatest. Is invested in the Suns. What?
2: Yeah, jerk. Just no What?
1: Damn. that's insane. He's a minority. Minority. Order of the Damn, How that's racist.
2: To... I know. What <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jesus, Brian.
1: April twenty ninth, twenty twenty. I honest to God had no idea about that. I swear to God. I bet you were just making one of your random comments that you'd sometimes make that would always confuse uh, me. So that I was bro, like,
2: I know my shit. I know I'm just saying. I was My, did he win? Did Holy Angels? Did he ever win with Holy Angels? Did I know he was big, but did they ever win like class AA
0: blah blah? <laughs> like
1: class 7A? <laughs> 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 I wonder if he is. I I never paid attention to high school football here. I, I was it was always hockey for me. Oh, okay. I just always did you loved the taken football. No, God no. no. I was a pussy. Uh,
0: no, just I just a, a white I, I boy playground
1: basketball player. I I played goalie. I was I I mentally wasn't stable. Oh. When I let you know people shoot a, a frozen object at me as hard as they can, and I'm, my goal Jesus. is to let it hit me. <laughs> 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 I think about that. <laughs> Funk this. I'm out. Yeesh.
0: Academy of Holy Angels. Um, Let's see. State champions.
2: I just love the bubble. Oh, so he definitely did not win. Yeah. Man. He had to buy a basketball team. I don't think anyone had any uh, before the season started. Like, you know what? The Phoenix Suns will win the NBA championship and be dominant doing it. I don't think really anyone did because people believed in Devin Booker and, and his talents yep. and his Kardashian-Jenner, you know, connections there. He did not go the route of Ben Simmons, though, thankfully, uh, which, wow, I, I can't believe the fall of that guy. Uh, but it's, it's 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 crazy to me. Uh, I'm fortunate about Giannis, but, you know, kind of good to see the Bucks. you know, kind of in the finals. But it'll be interesting huh. uh, when they're full – you know, and ready to go. But uh, my other thing is, do we think that – I mean, look. Can Atlanta be a champion by next year? Do they I, have to add to anyone in the off season, or are they good as is?
1: I think if they're just the, the perfect trope, like Golden State was together when they all – they were just trash for the longest time, and they all got drafted together, and they all figured it out mm-hmm. together. yeah. Yeah, I I thought they were gonna beat Milwaukee, but I mean like I don't know. I think I think could they not? A team. But I they fucked The Bucks,
2: you know, they were they were tired of being laughed at and seemed about. You know, after Giannis goes down, and then look what they did. So, you
1: well, know, even perhaps, and tonight Giannis Giannis had forty two points. He played or he played forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played forty minutes tonight, and oh, they geez. still they still couldn't beat Phoenix. He's a one hundred percent fine, and they still yeah. can't beat him.
2: It's crazy. It is wild. you remember they were like, I remember being in Arizona years ago and then, you know, just with Jordan, you know, people talking, you know, we're all whatever. And then just bashing the suns and then like knowing people that had accessibility, like a sun suite whenever they wanted to go to, to it. And then there's like, nah, we're good. And they had like floor tickets as well. And they, like, went to all these, like, Phoenix Suns galas and shit like that. And so they had all this, like, memorabilia in one of their rooms. And I was like, well, how often do you go? They're like, well, the players are nice, but it's tough to go to those games. You know, it's like, even though they're free for us, it's just tough to go. And, you know, we we (laughs) barely go. It's like, God, that's got to be a good
1: life. Yeesh. Sorry. um... Yeet. Yeet. (laughs) Yeet. I still I still hope that it's Atlanta and Dallas next year. If, if not – I mean, obviously, I want the Lakers and the Timberwolves. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it would be cool to – because I still think that the Luka Doncic and Trey Young trade was the most even trade in the history of professional sports, and it's not even close.
2: Does Atlanta do both teams? I, I don't know. That's tough to say because of the different styles. But, yeah, no, I agree. That is the most perfect – that's like a trade that you don't, you know, override trade in any sports games. You know, <laughs> that's when a computer finally says, all right, trade makes sense finally.
1: And like, I mean, Clippers should have lost that series. You know, Dallas, it was they, they, Dallas took on the to game seven. And I don't think they had Porzingis for a couple of the games. If Dallas wins that game and they end up beating Utah. I mean, you have you'd have you would have been in the in the final four teams would have been both of oh, those teams. Yeah. Like it was a possibility. And the Clippers going clipped. That's all the Clippers do. You know, <laughs> I knew they were going to be Phoenix. They hit the kids' table. That's that's the
0: yeah.
1: You know, Chris Chris Paul leaves the Clippers or gets traded off the Clippers, ends up in Phoenix on a on a lottery team, <laughs> and takes them to the finals.
0: Do but you think MVP
2: of the league? Right, he has to be.
1: Ah uh, no, I would think Booker over him. No, well, no, this, like I, I get season. that, but
2: the leadership—how he brought that young team, this ragtag team, together and state farm their asses—and you know, again, is going to get him an NBA championship, the
1: first in their history. Which is I would crazy. say playoff MVP. I think he should be yeah. a Finals MVP.
2: You oh, know, yeah, not him or Booker.
1: Um, that's for sure. Yeah, I didn't. Didn't Jokic win that?
2: Probably. My okay. other other than that too, is, and this is a horrible joke, so I apologize if I if I offend. Does Chris Paul go to wherever David Stern was was laid at and just laugh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only if I can come I got my ring. What? what well, no. the trophy. He if that, What he should do is he should go to Michael Jordan and do that, not David Stern. Damn. Because David Stern traded him to the Lakers. And then Michael Jordan cried like a bitch. He got all the other owners to veto the oh, trade. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I it thought it was a... Stern that, that blocked that. No, because the, the the Hornets did not have an owner. So the NBA owned the Hornets.
0: That
2: I
1: thought it was the other way around. I thought
0: they
2: mm-hmm.
1: owned... I he had a stake in the Clippers. No, no. We had... Um... No, that was Dan Snyder or Daniel Snyder, whatever his name was. Yeah. What? Really? The,
2: the Washington football teams.
1: Oh, that guy. <laughs> the yeah. guy who who like was like he'd bring these people to the locker room and he. That's like, right. It was the whole Charlotte. But okay,
2: I thought yeah. for some reason they blocked it, but okay, wow. I guess you but, know. Think, took think offense of to that.
1: And, and here's what pisses me off the worst is the so the Clippers got Chris Paul. And two first, two future first round or two future seconds for Minnesota's unprotected 2012 first, which didn't end up being anything special. Chris Kamen, Al Amino, and Eric Gordon. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. if they would have did the other trade, the Hornets instead of Farouk Amino, and Eric Gordon, they would have got Lamar Odom, Goran Dragic, Lucas Luis Scola, and um, it was somebody else. Like, it was, it was a much better trade.
2: Well, Viscola at that time wasn't too shabby.
1: Yeah, it was and, and, a spark plug for that Lakers squad. Um, yeah, Houston was sending them. Houston, so Houston was sending Goran Dragic, Kevin Martin, and Luis Scola. Lakers would send Gasol to the Rockets, and then and then Odom to the Hornets, and then they got back Chris Paul. Hmm. And then also Houston sent the Knicks pick to the. Uh, to that, so would you rather have Kevin Martin, Goran Dragic, Louis Skull and, and Lamar Odom in back in in 2010 or 2011, or would you rather have Chris Kamen, Al Farouk Amino, and Eric Gordon? If Kevin Martin
2: can get me a like 47% at the three-point line, then yeah, give me that yeah. first one.
1: and and Dragic <laughs> was an All-Star. Odom was yeah. six man of the year. And and they said that that trade was unfair, and then the other one happens, and they're like, "Oh, that's cool because he's going to the Clippers." Jesus, like, yeah, that's that's like MJ bitch. He just, he just, he's like Kobe. He's like Kobe can't get six. Kobe can't get six. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you like did it on purpose to troll them because they were boys. Maybe
2: not surprising wow i
0: didn't realize jordan <laughs> yeah.
2: was the culprit this whole time
1: yeah everything that i, I remember blew my mind he, he gathered all the owners to help veto the trade saying that a league-owned do you team think he gave them a them stock
2: in like jordan brand or just gave them each like seven million
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like man I, I run the bobcats give me some kind of help <laughs> the Bob Chats <laughs> I'm Oh, Seattle, Jesus. Well, no, now that this has turned into sportscast radio, uh, although oh, last night, to be fair, yeah, the Lightning. We... By the way, how oh, hey. happy is Demtris Shut up! Oh, the how happy am I? Oh, oh my God, how happy am I? I don't care about Demtris. I Care about myself and my happiness here. But you're a <laughs> Tam Salani fan. Yeah, it's my favorite player of all time, but. I've been a Lightning fan since '95 when they came in the league.
0: What? You said no, you're a,
2: a Habs fan all your life. I've never I'm a, a Habs fan. You're a Canadian. You can't like the well, but, Tampa Bay Lightning, where yeah. hockey should not
1: exist. When 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 the, when Dallas got the the North Stars and we didn't have a team, I yeah. said, "Screw it! I'll cheer for one of these expansion teams because then it's like a fresh start." Why were? And why didn't you cheer for the Phoenix Coyotes? Our, 93, because, well, I kind of, I would have if they didn't trade Solani, so fuck them, because <laughs> the Winnipeg Jets are the Phoenix Coyotes, and they traded yeah. Solani. <laughs> I did like Winnipeg, where my character is from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. I was a Jets <laughs> fan, where they had Teppo Newman and Keith Chuck and Thomas Steen and Solani. Keith and Kishuk, that guy was great <laughs> in Sega so, NHL 95. So I said, okay, 92, or 93, excuse me, not 95, 92, 93, the Lightning took Roman Hammerlick in the draft. And then, uh, 93, 94, they took Chris Gratton and, you know, it kind of just went from there and they got that they Darren Poopa, and I was like, he, that's a tight ass goalie. And and I was that champ. <laughs> and they, they sold a Poopa 93 black lightning Jersey. And I bought it. Oh. And I was like, Nope, I'm all in now. And then they had Brian Bellows. who used to play for the North stars. And, um, uh, they had a former Blackhawks, Sergei Krivokrasov that they got from the expansion draft. And I was like, he said, All right, let's go. We're gonna ride with this team, and they were garbage.
0: <laughs> they were <laughs> sad. I was like, "Oh my god!"
1: And then, and then in '98, when they drafted uh, Vincent LaVay, who the owner at the time said, "I am drafting Michael Jordan of hockey." I said, "Okay, let's see what happens." And then six years later, after getting Marty St. Louis and Brad Richards before he was a Blackhawk, the, the team that made him a star, and they and and they got they gave uh, Papa Dave Andrechuk a ring and. Hobby Khabibulin was their goalie. I mean,
0: they—they, mm.
1: they, you know—they—they they beat the Wild Killer uh, Gerald McGinley. Yep. You know, and, and the rest is history. I mean, last night this We—I played this during sportscast.
0: Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs>
1: this is how we kicked out Not the show kid. last night. Luke's like, "What is this shit?" Yeah. I was like, "I learned a game from William Wesley. You can never check me back yeah. to yeah. back. For the oh yeah." Like Let's be- <laughs> go. Cool. Whoa. We also played this since this is just turning into a shit show, which is always tremendous, by the way. I, these shows are always fun to listen back to. Um, I, I played this for Luke last night. I want to get your opinion on here. Is this a song that could become the new national treasure it once was? been an online day chat, find a mate chat, open up, be okay, yeah, it's okay, yeah, put my picture looking tight chat, nice chat, got your bio reading right chat, precise chat, but before you find a day chat, you got to wait chat, got to go back to nature, get it straight chat. Girl, you look good, won't you vax that thing, I'm used to young brother, won't you vax that thing up, up. date real life,
2: you need to vax that thing up, feeling sick all night, you need to vax that
0: thing up, girl, you look good, won't you that thing that's
2: pretty great. I thought that was your your new dating profile in your song.
0: I was like, I was, whoa,
2: Kirk is setting that shit on, on fire on, on the on the Tinder sticker. He's getting pin hinge on. Watch out, ladies." Yeah, I
1: was like, wait a Bumble. minute. How come there's a, a back set thing up? I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah, There's a music video for it and everything, and then Manny Fresh goes into his part, the gun landed, but he's he's like just vaced it. It's so it's so goofy. I almost want to get. To, I, I'm gonna play it in the back because at that Manny Fresh part. Man,
2: you are hyped. I love it's,
1: it. It's so funny. I, I don't even care. turn it back up for and a second. Wait, but I thought you were a Capitals fan. I like Ovechkin.
2: Yeah, but I thought you were, like, always just, like, a historical Capitals fan, like, back in the day. Oh,
0: I, like, you I like get it.
2: You can like different teams, even though it's weird. I'm a Cubs fan. Oh, but the Dodgers.
0: Yeah. That's
2: okay. Oh, my grandma, a Cubs fan. I love the, the Dodgers, though. Watch out. My other grandma loves oh, the Oh,
0: there is. <laughs> it is. No holding
1: hands, chick. But when we get the shot, we going to be romancing. Girl, you could be the queen at the quarantine. We could meet up at the spot and we could do the same. Internet date, yeah. I'm your mate, yeah. Download the app, that You ain't got a wait, chat yeah. I love it when you hold me ain't playing emoji. You could be the young hot thing. I'll be the OG. Girl, you look good. What Ooh. you saying, man? <laughs> In my defense, too, let me just say this. When is have I never had
2: not... any fresh? By the way,
1: yeah, yeah. There's a whole music That's video. so story. cool. You can go on YouTube and find it. But when have I never had the knowledge of somebody who didn't watch all those games when I was a kid? In my defense, as weird as it is of the teams that I like, I mm-hmm. I literally would watch those games every day, and I could name. How did you watch the
2: Dodgers game in in Minnesota?
1: The Dodgers are always on ESPN. They had, they had Tuesday night baseball. They had Wednesday night baseball. They yeah. had Sunday night baseball, and then and WGN showed the Cubs.
2: Yeah, I mean that's now, all I. You know who I WG.
1: didn't like that was always on damn TV. I didn't. I didn't like the Atlanta Braves. They're <laughs> really? always
0: on TV. Chipper, I respected the pitching. Oh.
1: Glavin, Smoltz, Avery, yeah. Maddox. Like I respect Like I respect them. Terry Pendleton, Ron Gant. You know, they, I mean they were mm-hmm. great. Mark Lemke. Um, I just, you know, DJ, I mean, David Justice, I almost yep. forgot him. Uh, Crime Dog, but it's just, I wasn't a fan. My my yes. my grandma gravitated to liking the Cubs and the Braves yep. because of Maddox, because she wanted to keep oh. showing Maddox. So she watched those games, and I said, and part of it was the Cubs would be on during the day and the Braves would be on at night. I said, no, I'm not doing it. I said, I'll stick with them even though he's not there anymore, and then I'll keep watching – Piazza because I love Piazza and I love you mm-hmm. know Todd Hollingsworth, and I love Veneo Nomo and I was pissed off when they spent money on Kevin Brown because that was a waste but <laughs> I still rooted for him <laughs> you know Kevin I,
2: Brown wow take his, that Florida
1: Nomar Garcia ended you know he ended his career yep. on the Dodgers and Cubs and now he's a Dodgers yep. analyst I love it you know shout out to Nomar he got to play for both Nomo played for both I loved it
2: we love you Ramon. <laughs>
1: It's, you know, that, that, was, that was that was a fun thing. Who was – um? there was a guy on the Cubs. And I don't know why I can't remember his name, but I might be thinking of a different player. But they had a young pitcher, I thought, that his name, like, went from shoulder blade to shoulder blade. And all I can think of is Jason Isringhausen, and I don't think – and it wasn't him. <laughs> I know they had a second baseman
2: who I was just trying to think of that had the whole arch name from shoulder blade to shoulder blade, not Hollisworth. <laughs> They, um, I don't
1: think they ever had Gruselonic, did they? Yes, Mark Grusel. Okay. that's that's what it was. I I yeah. was trying to think about that because I just yeah, remember was I was great like Jersey. I
2: remember Grudzy and then I was like yeah, because it was they you know, <laughs> would make fun of it
1: because shoulder blade to shoulder blade, blue and red on that gray was so thick, and it would go yeah. literally like a rainbow, and I'm like God. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> You always saw it because he was second base, like you said. And so every time you saw the pitcher pitching, you'd just see the back of he You'd see yep. him standing in the picture at the time. And you're like, look at that jersey. <laughs> and that was back, I think, when they would hand-stitch that shit. Mm. Imagine being that person you screw up on, like, the 13th letter, and you got to start rearranging it.
0: That had uh, to be your best
2: stitcher that you had on stack <laughs> for uh, MLB.com. <laughs> Or East Bay back in the day. Um, what's
1: I guess a lot
2: of my sports knowledge is, you know, again, I was spoiled. I lived in Chicago in the 90s. You know, I grew up watching what in and, and the late 80s. You know, I remember stuff when I was like 45 uh, with the Bears especially and, and the, uh, the Blackhawks. But my knowledge came from like the Sega Genesis. It came from like the rosters, the stats playing seasons of just NBA live, NHL, you know, just, you know, Madden, anything along those lines. Like, again, I watched hella sports, but I had my binders on, of course, I'd watch your game of the week, you know, or your playoffs, huge in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. me and my friends were, but you know, it was just playing games for hours upon hours. Like, you know, it was like the reverse Ryan. We're not, you know, back then I was just like, yeah, games and all the sports games, and you know, now I'm just like, Oh yeah, that's cool for a week and I'm good. But that's where I kinda gained all my statistical knowledge, new players, new colleges, new high schools, like how I was or am with movies, how I was with sports. And then, you know, I'm sure, you know, the sticky icky made sense. <laughs> you know, nothing of that. But I still know all my movies I still know all this this or that, but you know, just with sports now, I'm just like, you know what? Let's watch the Housewives, which is lame. <laughs> I know.
1: Well, it's still so cool looking back at it too, because like was a Dodger before a Cub. Yep. Um, and he was a shortstop, but they they made they they um, they brought in uh, what's his nuts uh, Alex Cora, so they they turned Grudzelanic into a second baseman, so they had room for Cora, and then they traded him and Eric Karos to the Cubs together. What's
2: crazy uh, is how you bring up. You're right. You're totally right with the Dodgers, how, you know, from the 80s, you know, time of the Sorda, you know, winning uh, World Series is, 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 but, you know, having your, your players, having a Randy Newman song dedicated to you made me forget. <laughs> and obviously I didn't forget because I know, you know, his history, but Mike Piazza, man, he was such a staple for that position, oh, you know, from and then I think of, of course, his wonderful times the Mets but that that
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know of his career yeah the Dodgers he was tough as they came he had that stash. he you know he would run chase after balls he would get hyped he could hit you know it was it was yeah the Dodgers man you're you're, you're totally right but again just due to my hatred and their games going until 1 a.m. I was just all like you know what I'm gonna <laughs> stick to my 120 schedule at Wrigley
1: and that, yeah, that, that was the nice thing About those games, the summer vacation, I just spend all summer watching them, up in, at my grand, my parent, my grandparents' house. Yep. But that was the thing too with with why when Piazza was such such a big deal with him was, you know, you figure he, he was rookie of the year the same year as Timo Mussolini, and maybe that's part of the thing. Jeez, that, that's I, cool. I, that's
2: a cool connection I, to your family. You know,
1: so, and maybe that's kind of what attached it to me too because I was, you know, the, the twins. One in 91 and then they just turned awful and the cubs you know like yeah i loved cheering for dawson and grace and you know and and sandberg and those guys but they just they couldn't win either and then you know solani won rookie of the year and i started really getting into sports because of solani i was was always into it but that really got me into it that was like the first guy i really followed like i followed steve eisenman a little bit but never the likes of of solani yeah that was the guy went and bought all the cards of just him and then I was like, well, now I need a baseball player that I that I like that much. Because then I went to Drew Bledsoe for the for football, and um, so Piazza, rookie of the year the same year, as Solani. I started buying Piazza cards because that was when I was going to Shinders and all that stuff was Solani.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it just kind of carried over, and you know, you then then you know he he does become what he what he does, but it, it helped him always stand out because he always had his Ale counterpart with Pudge, you know, so. The whole '90s was was Pudge and piazza at the All Star mm-hmm. game against each other, and it just Ivan! <laughs> we don't have that anymore with catchers where there's like don't forget Sandy Chim- Alomar, don't forget his his ballerness for the Indians. Sandy <laughs> Alomar's India, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. The good old days, of this shit. Yeah,
2: I mean, awesome. baseball was
1: so awesome.
2: I mean, it, it's getting back up there, but mm-hmm. yeah, the '90s heyday. I mean, be, even before, like when the Yankees just had that horrific drought from like the mid '80s till about like '93, like the Danny Tartabull, like yeah, All right, sort of okay. and then like a young Jeter just comes, and then you're like, what? Bernie Williams, Mariano Rivera, you know. The all come and just get better and then just go on a flip and tear. And then you're like, yeah, I'm rocking this red Yankees hat in 1996. <laughs> but I was always a Yankee I mean, yeah, I'd been to many games at Comiskey growing up, but my NLT my favorite team has always been the Cubs. You know, it's only a few of us in our family. The rest are cider nerds. And then my AL team was always the Yankees because I loved and appreciated their history. You know, I love the Lou Gehrigs. I love the Mantles, you know, the Whitey Fords, you know, Yogi Berra, one of my favorite players to, you know, watch old clips, but just the history and what he meant for that organization and and that position just meant so much to me. So I was always, you know, rooting for the evil empire, you know, over, you know, the White Sox there. So. I, I, yeah, that was just such a fun time to watch baseball and, and everyone was anti-Yankee. So it was great to argue, you know, and, and be that devil's advocate and be like, look, this is why they're really good. So just watch them win right now. So it was, it was such a great time. And then, you know, even after the strike, it was, it was fine, but yeah. I'm, you know, all about so baseball. I'm going to a game that- next week. Houston Are you? and Chicago, first gay or number one versus number one. will be in the party suite hamming it up, enjoying a few laughs and a few CBD gummies on my end.
1: You should, um, you should come dressed as a garbage can and bang on yourself the whole time.
2: Whoa, no, no I can't do that.
1: <laughs> just then, then, just
2: he's going to wear my that. Grand Prix S1 shirt, but whatever, hey. I'll, I'll wear the garbage <laughs> can then.
1: I just I I always I like when when the when the Astros come to Target Field I want to just go and just bang on a garbage can the It just sucks that it's the same
2: night <laughs> and time as Warrior Wrestling. <laughs> I'm oh, gonna leave. be right there.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, um, it's be a fantastic. Say, oh, the the thing that I will always say too is I I don't appreciate how mean the Yankees are to the Twins after <laughs> the Twins. The Twins were a huge reason that the Yankees are back because Dave Winfield and Chili Davis, Yeah. you're welcome, Yankees. You can at they least dip. not bounce us out of the playoffs for once.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's like when the Wild would play the Blackhawks years ago. <laughs> like, not not currently, said, but years ago.
1: But You can just say Wild played when it involved the playoffs. And <laughs> I still don't understand. Shit. Although this year we did take Vegas to seven. We just
0: couldn't get it done.
1: Sorry, right. we, we finally have a scorer in Kaprizov, Kiro Kaprizov. We finally have a guy where our division has one all-star scorer on, on its team, and we're the only team that didn't. And we mm-hmm. wonder why we never could compete in the playoffs. Well, now we got that guy. Kaprizov yeah. is going to be an all-star. He is incredible. And if win, we're going to get – I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to trade and get Jack Eichel. We're coming. We're coming. <laughs> Man, we got to go to
2: Allery's to celebrate yeah. these acquisitions.
1: We're coming. I'm hoping. So we got an hour left in the show.
2: Hashtag Bumble.
1: <laughs> we have a. We haven't done much of anything here except for uh, talk about Charlotte and AEW. People know.
0: Yeah.
2: People, People know. Get, get off your high horses. <laughs>
1: So let's uh, we're 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 gonna have to speed through this, if you will.
0: Um,
2: what are you saying? Like a speed star? <clears throat> speed
1: star! Lightning in the jungle. Dreadgate Dread. presents Rainbow Gate <laughs>
2: 2021 on a crazy day of wrestling, which was June 26th. I don't know, there was like nine events it seemed like, uh, but this was definitely one of them. Caught this, Ryan. As we know, Dragon Gate, uh, you know, when you stream on their wonderful streaming service, you only have a week to watch from, you know, Mm -hmm. the the live show. I watched it on day seven at 7 a.m. And I was like, oh, shit, because it was like a Saturday. So I was like, oh, God, I got to go watch Dragon Gate. And, like, the missus is up. She's like,
1: hey, come back to bed. I
2: got to watch Dragon Gate. I can't miss this yet again. (laughs) And then I started it, and it said, you know, it's available until such and such a time. And I was like, oh, God. But I watched it. It was amazing. It was fun. It made me realize why I love Dragon Gate. And holy shit, when they want to create an all-star tag, uh quad team, especially including, you know, so, uh, one said Speed, uh, what am I saying? A Speed Star. Uh, <laughs> it definitely was uh, with the match here that we will get into. But Dragon Gate, Rainbow Gate 2021, kick it off, Ryan. Or I should say yeah. punch it off. <laughs> Yamato being the Kurt Kirk is
1: this punishment or or what? It was weird. It was weird. I was unsurpr. I was surprised that. And and every time Yamato and Don Fuji get in the ring together, the they always have this like <laughs> weird fun chemistry, and I love it. Like it's just so good. Cleaning um, house, just, man. The Kobe Sabu Hall show on the 26th, as he mentioned. Uh, we started off high end. Yamato and Kagatora who. Once again said, just let me take the mic, please, because you guys are all boring, <laughs> and I am to personality to high-end was Just kind of, you know, they laugh about whatever, whatever guy. Uh, they defeated the team with Don Fuji punched Tomonaga. Uh, Kagatora getting the pinfall, too, on Tomonaga with the Guru Magakari. I oh, was skipping
2: really Tomonaga so hard to start that match. <laughs> I was like, like uh, Kagatora <laughs> sincerely does not like him some punch Tamanaga in his life at all.
1: It was uh they 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 had some uh some excitement. <laughs> well, yeah, but
2: kudos to Punch's teammate Don Fuji as he chopped the
1: shit out of Kajitora <laughs> out of his boots. You remember that he fell yeah. out of his shoes. Dude, Don Fuji is see, and these guys have such these, <laughs> these bet guys have such great chemistry. They're having fun. Yeah, oh, they do so, so much. A lot of- it's, it's so good. It's so fun. Like, like the I only went two and three quarters, but it was one of my favorite matches of the night. Like, re- wrestling wise, it was you know it was an average match, but it was fun. It was a lot yeah. of fun. That's what I liked about it. I, you know, it just gained. And then he keeps getting Kagetora, like trying to like stop Yamato from doing anything that's gonna vocalize. And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "It seems like you got
2: them game. to even competing in this match." As I read my notes, I'm like, "Not a bad opener." weird to see Yamato, but also not seeing Yamato in this opening contest. <laughs> I was like, well, damn, Fuji looks pretty good, too. So, maybe
1: maybe it was one of those things where Yamato, you know, is just a little banged up, and they're like, yeah, we'll give you a night, you know, we'll get you a night off this way, yeah. um, which is good, too, because, you know, we're going, you know, Kobe Worlds in, like, three weeks, mm-hmm. two, three weeks. I can't wait. Um, then, oh, this was awesome. I'm with three stars on this. This is a this is a, a definitely three-star special, but I'm glad oh, they I did one it. of these. Masaki Mochizuki defeats Funky Jackie Kamei with a tornado brain buster. <laughs> I love watching Mochizuki just beat on these young boys and then give them some offense. It's just Kamai's spot. yelling in pain and anguish with the <laughs> strike that Mochizuki would give him
2: almost brought tears to my eyes. I felt for him, but Jackie Kamei Fucking Jackie Kamei, I should say. Uh, I thought looked strong as hell even while he's getting beat up. And, you know, I, I'd say the crowd is 110% behind him. Great reaction from him, which you could only ask for. Uh, but what, again, Dragon Gate does better than all the other companies is in the young talent and do, don't you know, have them stripped down, but strip down their moveset and basically only have them do five moves they say hey do whatever the hell you want make yeah. it look fun you know and and we'll give you six moves how about that but always know how to utilize that and embellish it so it can look good in the ring
0: well and,
1: and you know we've, we've brought this up numerous times i mean you look at the last two big shows they were headlined by guys who have been wrestling for less than a year and just slightly over a year in hip hop kikuda and Espy kento you mm-hmm. know with with dangerous gate and then um the 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 man i can't remember what event it was maybe it was memorial gate or whatever it was but the the one where kikuda got hurt before the <laughs> did gate. you say moral gate
2: that really M- is.
1: memorial gate oh memorial <laughs> reality <laughs> gate i mean i would have been surprised. I mean, I, but but you're right. It's like they go all right. We got these new guys. They're ready to go. Let's throw them into the fire. We'll give them a gimmick, and we'll make and we'll we'll just get them over. Because that's the one thing is this, this place has so many goofy gimmicks that if you can get over what they give you, then you know you're gonna work. Like mm-hmm. Funky Jackie Kamei and and um. Uh, And those three you
2: mentioned, they didn't even start off with
1: funky gimmicks.
2: They just started off as three ragtag young kids winning matches unexpectedly, and then them splitting apart, one joining R.A.D., another joining R.A.D., and then Kamei, who I remember, we watched this stuff a year and and some change when we started watching their matches. I was like, wow, that Kamei guy looks really amazing and athletic for his size. That's the guy I need to watch out for. He gets hurt, unfortunately, and then Kento and, and Kakuda just take off with R.E.D. But again, it's R.E.D. And that but... was the
1: cool thing with um with that, too. Like, we noticed, you know, uh, Kento Kabune suddenly had, like, lightning on his trunks. So and we're like, whoa, he's mm-hmm. already got deer. And then, and, the, and then the way that they do it, too. You know, they have the big end-of-the-year show where they're having Madoka Kakuda and Takeo Kamei. In, in featured matches and, and Kento Kabune is just sitting on sitting on the sidelines and they keep showing mm-hmm. him they're like pissed off he's not booked. So they yep. just gets to the audience and says whipping ass with red. Like screw it, screw this company. I'm gonna go with these guys who are doing the same thing. like that Forty I minutes
2: later from him looking grumpy outside.
1: Yeah. Like it was so perfect. Like I believe that that this mm-hmm. company, you know, has has this faction that disrespects it the whole time. And this young you know, this young kid feels disrespected and they're like you know, you want to come with us? Hell yeah, I do. And then you just you just made this guy. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you do the same thing with Madoka Kakuda with, with one of the headpieces. And they're like, oh, my God, you know, another one joined. They got another one of the young Chinese. It's like, let's go. It works.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and we still haven't seen Sora Fujikawa, who hasn't been back since he's getting his his jaw destroyed by a kick. I, I can't remember. Jeez. who He, did it, but he still hasn't returned. So they have a third guy. It's probably Mokazuki. And, Probably. And then as they said, you know, there's there's supposedly there's like six others that are just waiting that are still in the six.
0: dojo.
1: it's gonna be <laughs> a new faction in itself. That's what this company this just company just not that I'm complaining is. with
2: pure factions because they know how to do it right. Take God, that I love, to pure factions. Oh, I love pure
1: factions. That, that should be our
2: <laughs> show that we do, Puro Factions.
1: Let's go, man. They um the the um open the voice gate podcast uh uh case low and um or mike spears um they do the they do a dragon gate podcast they're the ones that Mm -hmm. actually got um uh what's what was larry dallas um when he came back and did the english commentary before covid when we were all amped when he did the he called the uh the ben k uh doi match That that was the commentary made that match so great um since he had been so far out of the loop um, they're the ones who got him like a full roster and all the moves of each of the wrestlers. So he could prepare to call for it. Cause he like put him over on, on Twitter after that. It's so, like, oh, they do a great show. Cool. And with a little bit very- of a break, they put out on Mondays, they were doing a drag gate USA re- rewind where they did every show for like a year straight. Cause there's only like 50 shows. And then every, I think Thursday or Friday is when they do like their weekly drag gate show in this last week. Since there wasn't a ton of stuff, they did their um, top ten drain Gate factions of all time. So I want to wow. I want to go back and listen to that one and kind of see shout out to uh, Mad Pinky. Yeah, I wonder if the the drunk ugly fucks are going to be on there. <laughs> Probably not, <laughs> who, but, can, who consisted of that faction? Uh, Eric Cannon and Sammy Callahan.
2: Oh
1: shit! You know <laughs> one I of think. Them. I think there was somebody else in that too. <laughs> Actually, they're ne- wow. That's, that's yeah. They were DUF. Cool. They they worked on um, they worked uh, the show we were at as DUF.
2: That was their gimmick. Wow. Yeah. Wait.
1: I mean, <laughs> Callahan was at that show. Yeah, he. I thought he tagged with uh, Canon uh, in the opener. Did or, you mess with Cannon
2: after his AEW Dark uh, intro a couple of weeks ago? No, not at all. What's <laughs> you guys were I, uh, a chisel.
1: I haven't talked to him since I stopped wrestling. Damn. That's okay, though. Just like that,
0: <laughs>
1: huh? Uh, then we had the, uh, the Sambo Rumble. Uh, Sambo the, the Rumble. <laughs> uh, KZ, UT, Ryo Saito, Super Shitha, Kodomama Ichikawa, Sachioko Boy, Yosuke Santa Maria, Problem Dragon, La Estrella, Diamante, and Diane Furrow all consistent in this match. KZ with a big-ass dragon run on Diamante to get the win. Two yes. things that pointed out to me, and I want to get your thoughts on this match, was I every time Diamante and La Australia get in the ring, their chemistry just continues to get better and better and better, <laughs> oh, and, better yeah. and better, and I want them to have a big blow-off match before one of them for any reason goes on an excursion or leaves the company, or um, Diamante goes back to Mexico or anything like that. And I also love how uh, Kodomama Ichikawa, who had been notorious for winning these <laughs> battle royals, every single time they'd come, there was... Um, back I think, February, he won it by um, being the last... He was the last entrant, and right before oh. he came out, it was a double elimination, so he just came out uh, and was <laughs> just named the winner. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> There's left. Uh, this time he slides in, and Ryan he just sits on him, puts him in a camel clutch, and he taps.
0: <laughs> like, <damn.
1: laughs> I I thought that was...
2: Hilarious! <laughs> I love the dominance of monte pulling off those cane vibes, you know, eliminating all the small dudes, you know dominant um but the thing uh you know besides him, and I really hope people can go back to Mexico for good because uh, from a year ago, he has made some of the best rides i i think i've seen as a wrestler from you know some awkwardness in the beginning you know to barely catching or holding his his opponent when he would do <laughs> a tilt the world backbreaker where now it just looks flawlessly executed or when he does a backdrop or gives a backdrop uh he just looks uh, you know more comfortable you know in, in the ring so kudos to to diamante um and, and shout out to Hoho Loon, but said, no, I, I agree. Him and La australia that's a great, you know, David Goliath you know type of matchup, which I'm all about. Hell, you could even throw U.T. into the mix. Uh, but uh, Ryu Saito, God bless, man. It was it was just good to see, you know, some legit wrestling in a Sambo uh, rumble there for a few seconds. But a fun match, you know. It was really cool and, and good momentum for KZ, of course, heading into a saddle match in Kobe World.
1: Yeah, was, that was fun. That was, that was a fun little match. Uh, then we had uh, Masquerade, Kota Minora, and Jason Lee taking on Yasushi Kanda and Takashi Ishida.
0: Uh, Minora um, on
1: with the crossface. you um, do got to say, too, how jacked has uh, Diamante got? Man.
0: Yeah.
1: Looks good.
2: Uh, I, I, if we did an improved list, which I don't think we need to, but it's up to you. Uh, I, be on my list he would be in my top three sure
1: he is he's awesome he is awesome um but what'd you think of that tag match <laughs> hey bro what'd
2: you think of yasushi kanda and ashita <laughs> formerly known as cyber kong take on the young up-and-comers of mascarina no. um <laughs> i thought this was great
0: <laughs> say it like
2: You know, Jason <laughs> Lee and, and Cybertron, <laughs> You just, you know, kicking ass. No selling each other, you know, until that huge shoulder block, you know, basically took Jason Lee again out of his boots. Uh but no, I you know, I thought this was good chemistry with both these teams. Um, I love how Yoshida is still vying for team championship gold. Uh, you know, just, you know, trying to, you know, stem, you know, challenging tag champs, whether it's title or non title you know, in this instance here. But, no, I thought this was a, a really good match. Uh, Yoshida, you know, just chasing that tag boy. But he's speaking of looking, you know, young and vibrant.
1: He looks
2: 20 years younger when he's shaved. His hair is long. And he looks in fantastic shape. I'm turning his age in a year and 24 days. And, good God, I hope I look like that when I'm
0: 38.
1: <laughs> You're tight as hell. Good I can tell you, because that, like, like some of my rants by you punching your table. Oh. I was like, oh, he's getting into it. Let's go. This is what we like.
0: This is what I was have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's kind of like how you can, you know my corks start. <laughs> like, yep, here we go. Here we go.
2: Kota <laughs> Minora, though, I, I will also say, when is he going to get that singles run? Like in a year or two, do you think? <sighs> now, this guy has, he's the total package, I would say.
1: I feel like it's, it's going to happen. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people say, well, they, they had him beat Yamato, throw you off um, when everyone, including myself, thought it was going to be KZ and Yamato.
0: So, mm-hmm. I, and
1: I don't disagree. I, I do feel like they, they did do that for that reason. But I also truly think that they wouldn't have had if, – if they were going to have Yamato lose to somebody, it's gonna, it was going to be to somebody that, that they wanted people to remember. You know, mm-hmm. if they were going to have it, oh, or they, you know, or if you wanted to do it that way, then you put somebody like Naruki Doi in there and he beats him and it doesn't affect him. Mm-hmm. But this makes me think that if, they, if they're cool with, with Kota Minora beating Yamato clean like that, that they have to have some kind of a plan for him. Mm-hmm. Hey, i don't you know
0: what about I mean? that,
2: that structure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what they do better. You know, meaning Dragon Gate is they they plant seeds for you know you think a year like some companies do, and it's like nope, we're going to do it in three weeks you know, or, or the next show <laughs> or something like that. There, but yeah, yeah he looked dominant, man. That crossface, I mean, to to make him tap, it was it was pretty tight.
1: I, I'm going to find this tweet um, and I'll pull it up here as as we go. Tweet, um, tweets, but, <laughs> but uh, talk um, about all star teams in this next yeah. matchup.
2: My gosh, this
1: is, this is that fun where Dory or Yoshino is tagging with every faction before he retires type thing.
2: Oh, cool, cool.
1: You know, like when when with Red they were wearing Red like yeah, he had one of Ata's jackets on, and <laughs> you know, I think uh, I think they were saying that one was an old um, an old. Uh, oh, I can't remember who he said it was, but like somebody from like Antias or Berserk before they became RDP's jacket or something like that. I can't remember what he even said when they were trying to figure it out. But (laughs) you know, we get Yoshino and Doy with Masquerade, Should Skywalker Dragon Dia doing the whole thing. Taking on BB Hulk, Kai, SB Kento, and Hio Watanabe. Um Yoshino wins against Hio via Sol Naciente. Mm I still I I still I still I'm getting more and more where I'm going less than I'm positive into it's not going to happen, but I still, in the back of my head, think somehow Eita is going to wrestle Yoshino at Kobe World in his last match, okay. and it's not Naruki Doi. It, may, it might be Doi, and if it is, fine. I'm not mad at that. But I feel like he's going to wrestle Eita, and he's going to... He'll he'll put over Eita on his way out and Aita will be kept. The data's also- already a- over.
2: I mean, Naruki Doi is already a staple, but why wouldn't you do it again? I mean, not that he has to, not that he, you know, owes it to anyone. He's doing it with the booking, you know, I would say, mm-hmm. you know, putting the young talent over. I I mean, I think just as a marquee match, your top heel of all heels in your heelish faction, uh, you know, and all of professional wrestling and pure Risu is, you know. It's Ata, that that's your, your your go gimmick and you know but do you want to do the disrespect finale to get you know get kicked in the dick and then it's like see ya well,
1: <laughs>
0: Thank, all, here's all. your
2: ending
1: like I think Ata turns baby.
2: He's gonna get up with emotion because of his boss retiring.
1: And then Aita is gonna give him Sol Naciente. Oh, because he, oh. he gave, he's given away, you know. Ut got one of his moves, and I, and he gave one to I think Kota Minora, if I remember right. I, I had it; it's all written down for this point. I can't find it, but he's given. I, uh, Dragon Die I think, got one of them. Maybe maybe it wasn't him, but but a couple people have already like he gave them this their moves, like his mm-hmm. moves. So like now that I'm gone and nobody uses these, go ahead and use this move.
2: Man, that'd be really cool if he took that. (laughs) To answer his
1: repertoire, that's how you turn him babyface. That's how you turn. Why is there kids at eleven twenty at night going through my hallway like infant kids talking to each other? Good times, people, parents. I tell you what, um, mine's in bed. Thank you. Uh, It's called parenting. (laughs) Um, But like. You, you could turn Eita and he gives him his, his finisher, his, his submission. Because it ties into Eita doing all the, the, the lucha stuff as it is. You know, he has Numero Uno, yep. his Imperial Uno. He's in Pero del Mar uh, de Japón in, in Noah. You know, he, he has such that, that lucha background. Eta no molestar. All of his stuff is like that. So you give him Sol Nafiente. And, and then he gets that, that submission.
2: And then you turn him baby face. Just and by then, handing yeah. him the mood, he turns baby like that, is what you're yeah. saying. Or no, R.E.D. goes the ring says, what do you do? And then yep. they jump him to end the show.
1: They jump him, and then Dory and Yashino make the save, and he goes baby. And then now you... T- Just have it in
2: two, three-on-three three match then? With no. BB no, Hulk no. and Kai, no. which then Kai needs to be the leader of R.E.D. then. Because that guy think- has almost as much charisma as Eita does, which is I saying a lot. you, you got to make Kaito Ishida the leader, I think. Uh, well, yeah, but Kai's just so awesome in that world.
1: <laughs> he is, he is <laughs> but, but he's he's freelance. freelance. I mean, he's, he yeah. doesn't have a contract. He's freelance. So I don't think he'll ever get a thing like that. It's kind of oh. like with Kota Bushi. Um But, you know, it, like Naruki Doi said, I'm not picking a faction until after Yoshida retires, and then I'll figure out where I want to go. Wait, Don't does have to he go he head RED? E. No, he he him and Ada. They start a stable. Then you you could put Takashi Oshida in the stable. You could throw in Yasushi Kanda and you could throw in like Punch Tomonaga to be your pin taker or something. Or Sora Fujikala comes back and he joins it. And now you get another stable.
2: Oof like me some dragon gate stables i mean and man how crazy would that be to Aitsa? is acea then start
1: uh spray painting his hair silver no he might wear his uh goofy like knit hat that he used to wear knit hat, <laughs> <laughs> he wears a blue hat. but I, I think that i think then that's then you have your your cornerstone of the new stable you can put mochizuki in it if you really want to um, I mean, Don Fuji can be in it to take pins.
0: hmm
2: Oh, I'm all for that. Not to take pins, but Don Fuji to be
1: mm-hmm. in a
2: baller-ass yeah. unit like that. Jeez. Um, you so like in Japan, pay, like, wrestlers, since the companies and, like, time in between events or shows, if you will. Like, what do these wrestlers do, like, in their spare time, like, on a Tuesday? I
1: don't know. That's like a, uh, Maybe they just... Workout. I all know, they Mochizuki, do is just work out and check Mochizuki
2: out Tokyo Joshi Pro.
1: Drinks beer and smokes cigarettes all the time, I guess. So he <laughs> probably just sits on his porch and just drinks beer and smokes cigarettes. And then ah, I got to know show today. Okay, I'll <laughs> do
2: that. Tomorrow. Also, by the way, uh, you noticed the intermission from the Jim Lee Kota Manora match. It's the the six man. Eight Man, we're going to talk about here. Uh, as we, as you said, Masquerade comes out. Jason Lee and Kota Minora after having that match uh, just is in costume. Like, do you think yeah, they like- broke intermission just for that reason?
1: <laughs> no, I I may be wrong here, but wasn't Doi and, and Yoshino in costume?
2: I believe so. They all were. Yeah, I was yeah, that's I intrigued by that.
1: Yeah, like because that's, that's kind of what they've, they've kept doing, which is legal. Really now, here's here's what I want to know is when when is when are they going to take a natural vibes? Gotta happen. It hasn't happened, I don't think. If it did, I missed it. But do they come out and do the dance?
2: Oh, a hundred and forty percent, yes.
1: Oh, you have to. that. <laughs> you know, and, and here's another person. Here's your here's your. I want sure to see a shirt that says legalize it <laughs> while doing the dance. <laughs> Here, here's here's your number three that you put in. That's a perfect mid card uh, person for Aita and Doi. That's not in a stable or a faction. They haven't they haven't put Yosuke Santa Maria anywhere. I wonder Ooh. why. Maybe this is why.
2: Hmm. I wonder what this faction name would be. It'd be interesting.
1: Uh, it'll probably be something something tight. They all are tight. They always call these tight. I'm like, oh, that's tight. That's tight.
2: I hope they go with that something tight
0: yeah that's that
2: really tight
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean uh, you know he uh he he gets show with that Sol naciente, that's kind of where I went on that tangent um what what overall thoughts do you have going on for this?
2: What was that? Are you yelling at the kids in the hall?
1: No, I' mean, great show no, I, <laughs> I was saying, uh so what what was your thoughts on the eight man?
2: Oh, the eight Man was you know, fine. It was R.E.D. doing their gimmick. You know, uh, I thought SBK, Shun Skywalker, great sequences that they had, even albeit short, you know, kind of reminiscent of their title match from a few shows back here. But i uh, looking forward to, you know, seeing SBK uh, or SB Kento kind of mature a little bit more in the ring. Uh, and, and, you know, hopefully get that, you know, next title shot soon, whether it's against Shun Skywalker, KZ, or whoever. Whoever, I should say. But... Uh, yeah i you know I thought it was a good match. I'm still bummed that Io Watanabe is still getting his ass kicked I'm still getting, you know taking out <laughs> and being the the fall guy on r a d since he is still number one in my heart
0: <laughs> yeah
1: he and and that's you know I knew that was gonna kind of be the one like uh when he went there like I was happy that he got talk about a redemption
2: angle they can do with a wrestler in wrestling Io Watanabe, because he's just again the full thing. And he could pan uh, it really well.
1: Well, here's another. Yeah, I, I bet Ben K hates him in the locker room. <laughs> By the way, Ben K comes out looking different again in the main event. Now he's Whoa. bald. <laughs> like, so oh, man. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> he did look really tight though.
2: I was like,
1: <laughs> I thought he looked like
2: a Flash Gordon villain and <laughs> shit.
0: Was
1: it Ming? What, and here's what was cool about this. So this was, you know, I, I this was a fun match. Red was Ata, Kaito Ishida and uh, Cosmo Sakamoto. Match survivors: Susumi Yokosuka, Genki Horiguchi, and King Shimizu. And high end was Dragon Kid, Kaisuke Okuda, and Ben Benkei. After months of not knowing what they're doing with these guys, Big Ben, former Big Ben, got mm-hmm. both the fall. Shimizu defeats Kaito Ishida with the Lamaha straw. The throwback. Yep. And Ben Kay defeats Sasuma with that big spear of his. And just like that, these two guys get a victory in the main event at Sandball Hall.
2: Man, that's pretty bad.
1: So what, what Knowing that history like, what now. What are they going to do with these guys? <laughs> like, they, they're so good at, at – if they're cycling you, it's one thing, but they will figure out a way to get you back when they need to. And they mm-hmm. prove it every time.
2: Oh, my gosh. You know what else they're proving? Or I should say one wrestler's proving. Uh, King Shimizu. Uh, Shimizu, I always have an issue saying that for some reason because I want to add, like, another syllable. Uh, or, or, great... or say Shimizu. Shimizu. There we go. Shimizu. Make uh, it easier. How tremendously talented is this guy? Uh, not only being, you know, an Alamo and a few different characters along the way, this guy is pulling the best Rikishi look, uh, even better than Rikishi. With the whole, you know, as as we're saying, natural vibes, too cool, you know, type style here. Even the glasses, when he like, I don't, I, I think this is infringement, but it still works, and this is pretty cool. And like you said, uh, the part where all the big men from each team, you know, Sakamoto, Benkei, and Shimizu, when they were sitting across each other, arms folded, and just looking at each other for like two minutes, I thought that was really fun. And funny. <laughs> and I could tell Ben K wanted to break that whole time here. But um, I don't know why I keep hitting the table here. But Genki, he's man, he, he's, you know, having a great rejuvenation over the last, you know, year or so. You know, it's like he's having fun putting in stellar matches, whether it's in tag or single uh, title matches. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, just give me, uh, you know, Shimizu and, or even Susumu and Ben K. those like minute brawl type matches and you you will have a match your candidate i guarantee uh, okay. but yeah it was good to see you know like we we're saying you know kind of you know ben k uh you know hitting the spear getting the win there and uh yeah this was a a great fun main event it was a weird show because it wasn't like a specific like one-on-one title match it was you know yeah. usually i will bypass all tag shows but this was a good reminder uh, and I think good momentum heading into Kobe world for all involved.
1: And that's the one thing, too, I always say is like, I, you know, new Japan, I skip a lot of the tag stuff. Um, all Japan, I usually don't watch them because they're not long. I know, yeah. And I know they're going to be under 10 minutes probably, but I will say um, Dragon Gates and they their tag wrestling is sometimes the best stuff they have. And mm-hmm. like, I love, I love a Dragon Is it because Gate of, of that Lucha fighting style? Quick taste I think
0: so.
1: Yeah, it's it's that that puro libre style they kind of run. Puro
2: libre, my god,
1: that's an <laughs> amazing term. But, uh it's just it's the Dragon Gate style is the easiest way yeah. to put it. Um, it was fun and it was fun and and I, I have a glad. question
2: though. As we're talking about fun and styles and you know changing the game. Did they clone Aita? Did they tape one of these shows? Because it looks like Aita was pulling double duty on June 26th. As not only <laughs> was that Rainbow <laughs> Gage,
0: but also he was at
2: Noah Cage War. This guy's pulling
1: in three shows in two days. Ryan, is Aita a god? Well, he's trying to be like Masashi Takeda, who uh, worked uh, two matches in the same day um, in Whoa. two different countries. Do you remember what I was telling you how he – he worked the show in Japan, the big Japan show, yep. got on a plane, flew over to America, stopped on his way to WrestleMania weekend or whatever it was in, like, New Jersey and did a show the same day because of the three hours you gained back in time and then went and worked another death match the next day for Game Changer. Wow. <laughs> like, man, he's
0: so tight.
1: Um, No, those Noah shows are definitely taped. I mean, there's there's no fans. What with no fans? Come on! Yeah, I mean, they were they were fine shows. Like those are those are good no fan shows. Um. Oh, for I, I,
2: yeah, concur. But it was weird. I'm not gonna lie, especially when you have your very first cage match in Cage War 2021, um, which is a match of the year (laughs) candidate. This is so like I. It was so weird. I, I would love to have heard lots of clap chants, you know, during this matchup. But I guess when it's just pure brutality and blood and kicks and chops and sentons and kicks and chops and more kicks and you know, this the ref being confused, um, and cytosuplexes up the up the yin yang there. I guess you don't need a crowd because the emotion you, you are witnessing on screen between these former allies for years. I didn't know their history, you know, lasted that long, you know, 10 years or so fantastic promo package by Noah. It's like, Oh, I'm even more into this match now. Like, Oh, you, you know, the disrespect and, you know, we're going different roads yet again. And yeah, I, I, like I said, five stars stiff as hell only what friends and, and, you know, people with great chemistry trust each other to do, and it was just a pleasure to watch. This was just a lot, a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I, I went the full five on it, too. I mean, I was like, yep, this and, and oh, my God, when Masakita Mia did that senton off the top of the cage and missed. And misses. Just take that yes. bu- I was like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Like that, and they're just kicking the shit out of each other, and then he just finally just starts hitting him with saitos and pins him. Like you're dead. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> fine. Oh, I'm okay with that. <laughs>
2: so I wasn't cool. the only one that was shocked at the abruptness, which I, I was fine with.
1: Yeah, I was. I was like, you know what? I I wasn't expecting it. I think it made it better for me because it mm-hmm. really made them feel like they were really fighting each other, and he just couldn't get up finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, but this is, this is cool. This is really fun. It's a really good match. It was so stiff. And in a, in a weird slash sadistic kind of way, I'm almost happy it was a no-fan show just for the sake of how loud those strikes were with no noise.
2: <laughs> I mean... I don't think that crowd would have been too crazy though, because they probably wanted to hear the brutality as much as we did. Yeah.
1: But like being in a smaller venue.
2: Yes. yes. Everything
1: was so, I mean, now it would have been cool to be in like Budokan Hall and have the echoes and everything, but it was just like, it just felt so stiff (laughs) because of how like intimate of a setting it was in. That's what she said. (laughs) And they're just, I mean, they're throwing headbutts and I mean, just, just be, I mean,
0: Nakajima. Isn't that how he
2: busted his head? Was he yeah. with headbutting too hard? It was <laughs> like,
1: just like, holy shit. Yeah, he was just smoking him with the, with the headbutton. And I
2: love and how they could, would just no-sell each other.
1: Yeah. In he was, in the match. He's like, you know, he's getting his ass kicked and he's still smiling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: like,
1: dude, this man is a
2: nutcase. So that was oh, great. It was so fun. And this he's only so 32. Fun. He seems, God. he looks like... Should be older, but when I was like, "Oh my God, he's near Okada's age, and he's only probably just reaching his peak," which is and, scary.
1: And he's he was in the same boat that Noah did. This is why Noah is has been failing. Is they they pushed Nakajima to the title way before he was ready as a baby face, and it didn't work.
0: So they pulled you know, a
1: Naito. Two years, yeah, two years ago they made Kaito Kiyomiya the champion when he had. He is, did not have the nerves to be ready. He was nervous all the time. You, can, you could just tell he wasn't comfortable. But they're mm-hmm. trying to make, you know, he's 22. He's a star. Yeah, he is. And he's going to be for a long time. But So then, then they rushed themselves into these things. And they booked Cano weird, so his title reign wasn't yeah. that great. They took a shot at Eddie Edwards, which wasn't a bad move. I actually liked Eddie as champion. And him and Cano, and Cano took the title from him, was really fucking good in like 2017 or whatever that was. Um, you know, and, they, and and the Sugera run was cool. The Sugara run wasn't bad. But you getting another one. Then you then you get this go Shake legendary feeling like this was Okada twenty seventeen type run for Shiozaki. It was incredible. And then they don't know what to do. And they go and freaking put the title on on Muda, and it, it failed. It was a it was a miserable failure. It was one of the worst title reigns. Yeah, but you to
2: attend to his injuries.
1: He, yeah, but then put it on Kiyomiya. Now he's ready.
2: Who Masa Kiyamia? Like, because yeah, I would say <laughs> give the title to that guy. I don't I, know about the the young pup. Uh, you know, who's who's getting, you know, Takashita, you know, out of the, uh, the <laughs> Cyber Festival. Um,
1: you know, it, I don't know. I don't... We're, <laughs> we're, I'll say this too. We're like, I understand why you did Muda for the sake of that show. Like, you were trying to pop that crowd and sell tickets. Fine. Ugh. But there's no reason Muda should have beat Kiyomiya.
0: He yeah, should have Kiyomiya not. He's been
1: on a losing streak since then. I don't, think, I don't, I, that's... I don't know if the last time he's won a match. I, I don't he's either I think he's going pins, and I think he's going to win that voyage because of that. I think they're going to have him go through the voyage and he's going to beat all of these guys that beat him, and they're going to tell the story that the young guy figured it out mm-hmm. and he was able to overcome all of his losses en route to beating for <laughs> the title. it seems, seems to be
2: redemption arcs, and that's another one you know for tonight's show. You know, as we said throughout, you know, all of uh, the wrestling landscape here, and it just seems like again that that's going to be down the road for Kiyomiya, but I, I don't know, I it just doesn't do anything for me.
1: And and you know, I, there's a, there's a few people that don't that don't agree or don't like um, Kaito Kiyomiya that much. You know, I get it. I I he just reminds Me that. of an Abushi light. I mean, look wise, yeah, but he wrestles comp- way different than than Abushi. I mean, they both throw. Different. He doesn't fly that much. He he. I mean, I like I see I see what you're, what you're saying with it. I just why why have Muda have this long reign and then you just put it back on Marafuji? That that <laughs> at that <fiber> fight was <laughs> awful. Muda could barely walk. It's so like Fuji Impact
2: Wrestling. Like yeah. Our Fuji.
1: Yeah, like he didn't care. It, he put in the same effort he did uh, against Tetsuya Endo at uh, Peter Pan three years ago. Oof. Like, and we were hyped about that match. Then we went on and just talked about how shitty it was. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: Endo,
1: it, 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 it was, you know, Endo kills himself for a guy who didn't care, just like mm-hmm. Kaito Kiyomiya kills himself for Muda in a match that sucked otherwise.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, so I mean, the only thing that makes sense is you have. Kaizuki and Mia, win the N one, beat all the people that, that, that beat him, and then he beats Mara Fuji. That's how I book it. Because this company's never gonna advance with you pushing a guy too early or pushing these these old guys who, who can't work. At least Sugara can work. True, you true.
0: It's, but it's I think a like... guy
2: that should have run, especially winning the N one here, is the other K the other Mia Kitsumi, Masaki Kitsumiya, why not give it to him? You just have him, you know, shave the head rather horribly, by the way, uh, of his <laughs> former friend uh, there, you know, Katsuhiko Nakajima, and, you know, just dips out. You know, Nakajima's like, give me the scissors. Anyways, why not Thank give him. it in? you oh. built so much momentum with the aggression, and in this buildup and this cage match, you give him the victory, which I was not expecting, to be 100% honest. Uh, and why not? Guy has all the fire he made of your first ever steel cage match for this company. Why not build on that, that momentum?
1: yeah, I don't hate that at all either um i he's i a beast. Wouldn't hate, He you can work. I wouldn't hate going back to Cano either no i yeah
2: i you I know even though he's l against muda, man when you fight your foot on fire and then kick you
0: and he guy like deserves it
1: he he kicked him so hard in the head with his foot on fire. And he's another guy. He went out of his way to try to make Muda good. Like he tried so hard to get Muda over in that match. Yeah. What's um, what's cool though
2: is how Kano looks pissed off and just like irritated on how bored he is with Boa or with uh Didi, with Sakagi. Where, But when he's put in those matches, like Cyber Fight Festival or a match against Muda, you, you know freaking deep down he's having the time of his life. Yeah, He's exactly. riding a bicycle down the ramp, even though he looks like a menacing serial killer. You know he's like, wee And then he's in a match with the great Muda. Not Keiji Muto, not a guy starring in random Japanese commercial serials or alarm, you know, detectors, but the great Muta, Mist and All. Yeah, it's the reincarnation two thousand and three, whatever, but it's still gotta be badass to be in the ring with that guy. Former champ and whatnot. But then it's just like, hey, I'm gonna light my foot on fire and kick one of the biggest wrestlers in Japanese and wrestling history.
0: Yeah, that was Uh, so so tight.
2: Kudos to Kano, because, again, he's cold-blooded. He's ice-cold-looking. But, man, I really, God, I really hope the irritation is just all play, which I know it is. It's wrestling, guys. But I just
1: really hope deep down he's having the time of his life right now. Oh, yeah. And how how sick was that suit that he had? Tremendously my, red. Uh, that red suit with like the red white checkered inside. I got an yeah. eggplant emoji was when like, he was walking down. God, dear. Hiroki Goto suddenly was like, Something's wrong. Like, <laughs> like, Where like, are my women after my match? He's like, I need to go to a bar quick and test this out because something just doesn't feel right.
0: And Canoe's
1: walking <laughs> with his blonde hair and his Sick ass suit. I was like, dude, I need to find that suit for the summit.
0: <laughs>
1: it was so tight. By the way, speaking of summit, here I had I to switch gears for a quick second. I sent that snap to the group. I was totally expecting you to pop, and you didn't even say a word. I was a little and bummed. On which one? Um, I sent that music video to um to our group Snapchat.
2: Oh, I didn't know what that was. I just I thought it was like a Glee episode. No, so and I did didn't want to w- be spoiled. Oh, so you didn't even, so you didn't watch it. No, because I honestly thought it was gleets. I was like, no, because it was the equal eye vantage point, right?
0: Like yeah. in the
2: beginning of the video.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I honestly thought it was Glee. So you'll have to send that back.
1: Okay, I'm I'm gonna even though we're live on the air and it, it's not very um, professional, I'm gonna send it to you right now. It's so Jeez. what I sent you was the this was um the the start of the promo video okay. for um starting on Friday. Um we're doing the women's version of the S One Grand Prix. It's called the Royal Rose uh the Royal Rose Festival. Um, twelve women inside of it. I don't know, um, I like uh, my,
2: my title better, man. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I
1: don't remember what yours was.
2: Was it the Katie Vick... International oh, yeah. invitational. Yes. That's
1: why I didn't remember what it was. <laughs> um, but it's uh, the, the Royal Rose starts this Friday. 12 women inside of one block. So they each have 11 matches. Oh. 11 weeks. Ends on the 17th of September. The winner gets Baszler at the Papers, You other the 24th. But the first woman that, we, or that, that actually has writing for her name is where I stopped the video. And that's why I sent it saying Alex is going to possibly see this.
2: So yeah, you didn't have to send that shit.
1: I just sent it to you right now. So Whoa. you'll see all twelve women. I I haven't announced any of the women, so uh don't don't say any of the women you see in this video, especially the one who okay. you're 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 the only one that's gonna pop for the the only woman hey, I showed Do you mean, I mean
2: don't say any of the women in the Beth Phoenix Grand Prix Memorial Cup <laughs> banquet tournament <laughs> of queens? Yes, exactly.
1: That's uh, what <laughs> it should be called. Tomorrow, this I will unveil the entire entries with the with the video at the start of the show. So that's literally how we're announcing the, the women in the in the show is through the video. You're um, gonna have
2: a woman like announcer
1: with you? No.
2: I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm Joey Styles. I'm a one man booth.
2: Yeah, I saw that.
1: <laughs> but uh, I was there. <laughs> but there's
0: what else is there?
1: But there's uh, the the um, so like there's the intro to the song shows all twelve women, and then each woman gets their own like section, and the first woman I left in the video, so you can you can see who it is. And I was like, ah. Alex will pop. So before I, I pop for that. these
2: ladies in in these videos here, um, how badly? I mean, I'm I'm on a scale of I would probably. I don't know. Give my right pinky uh, to see this, and I, I haven't looked it up because I don't know if they they've wrestled each other. But how badly do you want an Eita and freaking Nogawa match to happen, like right now?
1: I hate Nosawa Rungai Guy. <laughs> <laughs> what are, are you tra- are you talking about? No Rungai? Guy. No, Ogawa. Oh, Ata. I thought you said No Salah. Aita and Ogawa would be way tight. <laughs> just because like, of the amount of sleeves before the bell rings is enough to totally. get excited. In
2: that rumble, the Noah Jr. rumble, of course, you know, Aita making his, you know, uh, his gimmicky uh, Noah entry um, just comes and then Stinger shows up and they're just like eliminating all the, the good dudes. And then, like, you see Aita and... and Gawa just look at each other and it's like this is the coolest thing ever why don't we you know make this like that should main event one of their shows right whether it's Dragon Gate or Noah like am I just totally over analyzing how baller of a heel versus heel match scumbag versus scumbag this match would be how many dick kicks would be in this match <laughs> over under five Ryan go uh, just over combined.
1: over um and by no means do i think you're wrong whatsoever with the uh, with the thoughts of how how of, of how great it is it's just, the only thing that's going that that hinders that from ever getting the shine it deserves is that ogawa is like 59 years old or whatever. <laughs> that dude's that dude's wrestled in four decades i think
2: i don't think that matters i was just happy that we one got of of...
1: because he could still go
2: he, he runs that junior tournament ever since you started to you know it two years ago it was champ there for, like, nine months. Uh, he he just has it all, man. And, and I was happy on the next night at Muta the World, we, again, got to see Ogawa and Eita just, like, I don't know, just face-to-face talking to each other. Eita calling out <laughs>
0: Ogawa. It was just
2: so cool. It's so awesome to see, like I said, Yohei Hey this this whole group that they have the uh, bad animals of Mexico de Japón or whatever gimmick they're called um, <laughs> they're the <mark. laughs> like I think this is a cool ass faction whether it's gonna stay or you know if this is like a you know a one quarter thing for you know for them but man just the chemistry oh hey and nosawa wrong guy had with eta against you know Yoshinari Ogawa and Saiki Yoshioka and Yuya Susumu, this was just a fun match. This is one of my favorite matches, because of the sleaziness. Yeah. all these, you know, guys, all these six dudes, these, these slime heads, as you like to call them, uh, which you've never used ever in your life, but...
0: <laughs> like, okay, give, me, give me
2: a 20-minute cinematic fucking hardcore do whatever the hell you want in this match, and I am there. I will pay nineteen ninety nine fight TV credits just to see A and Ogawa just you know touch one more time
1: yeah it was i I do appreciate just the the amount of scum and sleaze. like that was that was just fantastic having that as a as a real thing coming out because I was like oh this is this is like some heat up Ray Paloma working main event against kanichi riot heat up in the the basement at Shinjuku Face type shit. This <laughs> match <what I
2: guess? laughs> Oh That's great. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. It's why exciting. was uh, besides that match, and of course that Sushi Kotoge and Hayata, um, but why was the third best match of the night basically the result of seeing who was the true king? and leader of the Funky Express. I wanted to fast forward this match when I found out this was happening, but Ryan, Muhammad Yore, Yushuhei Tanaguchi, Akatoshi Saito, and Masao Inoue that this match existed, and that these guys were just like, I'm the king of the Funky Express, and they were just having fun, and they were just sitting out, you know, like quarters of the match until they would come in and get their pinfall to continue, you know, this, this crazy match. But, man, if fans were in this building for this, they would have lost their shit. Whenever they had this, you know, whether it was at whatever hall, I think they would have lost their minds. Again, it could have been that Saturday haze I was on. I'm not sure. But, damn, Ryan, I thought that uh, Funky Express King King of the Express match was, was truly, truly fun.
1: And well worth watching. And they just beat the crap out of each other, which was, I mean, there's just a bunch of old guys hitting the hell out of each other. And, and Akatoshi's Saito Yeah, it got like twenty minutes I think. Yeah, at least. And, and Akatoshi's Saito just he's just so grumpy and angry, like, yeah, I'm wearing this <laughs> stupid outfit here. He's just hitting people. He looks like he looks like Ugh. he looks like he, he's melting. He just he's got the Was worst he the one that was given the bad Naruki doi?
0: <laughs> he's, he's got Fair. a weird
1: snake tattoo on his shoulder and he's really frumpy he looks like he's like a melting candle
2: oh talking.
1: <laughs> yeah and then he's, uh, he's so that group is so and, and but it works
0: oh always 100 like it works
1: oh it's fun it's so fun, fun. <laughs> um and then and then of course uh Kimi okada you know gets gets his ass beat both nights as for normal like like them them when they put the title on kaito Kiyomiya so early it's like if they just suddenly decided all right we're gonna push kinney okada in the next seven months and put the title on him
2: Ooh, very cool sorry guess, i'm watching your video
1: yeah Who is that person wait till so you see the the name of the the one person though that gets that i that i had the video with that i showed you should pop, I think. But I and I put her
2: yeah, in the Yeah. <laughs> she just Oh my God, suplexes of the German variation that yeah. she will endure to her opponents. That's that gonna be like, pretty cool. Alex
1: is gonna pop for this one. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. She does not give a bleep and she's going to push the women. And starting tomorrow night, 10 PM Central Standard Time, twitch.tv. Slash
1: Wrestlecast Radio. I am starting to find a, a little bit of an issue here that there's there that the the twelfth entrant in here I cannot find um oh. to download for the tournament.
0: Is it a Heidi level?
1: no, <laughs> no. I'm, but but the worst part is like, yeah, I could just sub the person out. But they're in the music video, and I'm not actually like, "Hey, dude! I know you made this video, and got it to be like done in like two days without any warning. I need you to change something." Very
2: hey, like, bull Nakano, but you're out of the uh, Emerald Beth Phoenix Invitational, or whatever we call it.
0: <laughs>
1: that's uh, that's good. I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm going on the Fire Pro Discord and see if anybody uh, <laughs> might know anything. Uh, does anyone, by chance, have a uh, PS4 version of... <laughs> uh,
2: Masato Tanaka, Timmy... Mar- I, I, I just call him Marafuji, it's easier. M's Alliance took on uh, Tsukashi Segura and Kazushi Sakuraba, uh, one of my favorite tag teams, which I need to put on my list but I just realized that. Uh, of C21 since I've gotten to see uh, Sakuraba... Just beat the shit out of people while wearing a, a tight uh, BMX uh, shirt 90% of the time. And uh, so he gets really angry and takes that stuff off and just, like, stretches his opponents. Uh, but it was cool to see Taka in a four ring, especially, you know, uh, dominating after dominating DDT for the first half of 2020 there. Of course, I believe you said he went to Wrestle 1, a few other places here and there, but uh, to see him in NOAA was truly uh fantastic, especially with the three other veterans and I'm hoping his friends in and outside of the square circle. But uh that was a fun tag match there. Uh, you know, Maru, you know, getting, you know, Takashi Segura to scream was uh kind of uh, interesting as he was wrenching his arm in that horrific armbar there. But of course, uh Segura getting the best of the champs, setting up their match up there, Rolamara Fuji uh down, Maru Bridges and but then pins Takashi there. <laughs> so sure, but, but yeah um good stuff i you know I, I thought that was a fun you know little co-main event i was not expecting uh but yeah as you stated you know the great muda cano a, a very good build-up package prior to their match uh very haunting when great muda states i want to
1: kill Kano, i want <laughs> yeah. his blood i was
2: like wow
1: <laughs> very cool uh, speaking of really cool, if you if you uh, want to see anything from Muda, where he can walk, um, that kind of Muda. Um, from two thousand two, I believe it was July eleventh, two thousand two, all, uh, all Japan show. It it just got uploaded to the All Japan. Uh, TV website. Um, mm-hmm. I actually watched it today because it's up there, and I hadn't seen this match in you know, almost twenty years, but um, it's uh, Satoshi Kojima as the Great Koji. And he comes out with like Muda-style pants that are white, orange, and black. And then he has a same headdress on that Muda would wear. And then his face is painted like a deranged pumpkin. Um, (laughs) And he, he wrestles like great Muda against the great Muda. And I mean, Kojima gigs in the match. They're fighting in the crowd. It's awesome. It's so awesome.
2: Did you post something like that earlier? I swear I saw something or read something like that within, like, a few days ago.
1: I, I did text the group about it this morning, or earlier today. I, or I sent okay. a snap to the group of, of his face. Yeah, how they double because I was like,
2: here. wait, I just see the exact same
1: thing, and where was that?
0: It, that was
1: uh huh? Yeah, yeah, they did, like, a double mist at the end of their, like, opening spot. It was so sick. <laughs> I am like,
0: oh, let's go!
2: Fun fact: uh, Kojima has made my best matches of 2021 so far. Uh, list 15 that I have.
1: Yeah, we gotta. I gotta. I gotta work on my list tomorrow. It's gonna be tomorrow. And then I, I did
2: y'all, before he, he was winning that championship. Him a Kojima <laughs> in a hell of a hardcore no DQ match.
1: Um, what do you? Where do you want to go here? Do we want to keep going on on? Uh... We've already hit our two-hour mark. Um, I, I know you're an early bird. It's midnight. So where where are you sitting? Where do you want to go here? What do you want to? What do you what do well, what we do you want to talk about? What are we going to leave off? I think what we
2: need to talk about, Jo Jr. opening up talking the history of the Triple Crown Champion of All Japan is looking to a new Triple Crown Champion with Suwama, relinquishing the title due to the only person or thing or being that could defeat him in over a year plus in all Japan. That's his buddy's booking uh, is unfortunately COVID
0: as he was forced
2: to give up the title as we got a special three-way Triple Crown Championship match, the 2021 Uh, I'm going to say King of Gate, but that's definitely not it. Um, The Giant Carnival winner, uh, Jake Lee, of course, a new Jake Lee, (laughs) emo Jake Lee, if you will, taking on Next Stream's own Yumoe, Ayagi, and Kento Miyahara, one of Jake Lee's better foes, as well as Roadblock uh, on his way to Chris first tries at his heading. Into for the Triple Crown Championship. Uh, of course, next stream partners, Kento Miyahara and Yuma Ayagi uh, drew the short straws uh, to open the show there. And uh, I never realized, is Yuma Ayagi a master Watto fan? Is he just trying to prove the Watto? I can get this blue hair uh, way more over than you ever could. He uh he's
1: he's he just looks at him and goes, Baby kiss me like a rock star <laughs>
0: and
1: that's that's all he thinks about.
0: Da, 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 da.
1: he's so tired. June sai too faced rice. no, I'm just kidding <laughs> That match was like the worst best match I've ever seen in my life. I don't I don't know if you watched it but there are two um
2: Oh I did. And <laughs> it was sloppy. But it was entertaining because there were brothers and there were former sumo wrestlers that lost a shit ton of weight, apparently. And they were just going, shoulder blocks, forearms, close lines, shoulder blocks. And I'm just like, what is happening? They're going to murder each other and make parents sad.
1: They, They tried so hard they've had like three matches. So I mean, like that's part of it. Yeah, they tried so hard, but it was so fucking terrible. I was like, I feel so bad for them. Like they they look like two people who never have wrestled in their life. <laughs> I mean, it's so, bad. but they tried so hard.
0: And I'll I be
2: sloppy like... in parts, and for being a younger great collie workers, both have. Thomas is in yeah. my notes. Of I her. mean, I see why they like
1: them. I mean, they're huge, you know. So I totally understand like the the reasoning why they want to, you know, use these kids and push them. Mm. But but damn, they are greener than goose shit. I
2: mean, it, that's bad. Better than most. That's for Especially like you said, their third match. Yeah, I mean, it's. Let I me mean, come it's, see it's, me in twenty twenty two. If they're doing the same shit at then, then. The system failed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the
1: system malfunction.
2: The
1: system malfunction.
2: But what'd you think of the uh, you know the sort of pseudo three way? So how it goes was whoever gets what two victories in a row. I want to say
0: yeah, uh, two two.
2: ended up being triple crown a champion. Of course, there were rumors of you know it was a prelude and an homage to an old triple crown championship match from many years ago. It was supposed to be a round-the-robin-esque, but, again, it was a way of you had to get two victories in this match with Ayagi, Jake Lee, and Kento Miyahara, um... Really great match to start off with, uh, you know, yeah. as stated, with the next stream partners here. Uh great to see Miyahara just not giving a shit that it's his partner and just wrapping Ayagi around that ring post for I don't know, two minutes as the ref
0: yeah. is stomping on
2: Kento yeah. Miyahara.
0: Stiffer <laughs>
2: than the Saito brothers in that opening match. Seemed like uh, just gets Miyahara off of uh <laughs> off of Ayagi there. But my God, Shutdown Suplex by Miyahara is still, I forget, because I haven't watched All Japan since the carnival. Yeah, so it's been a while for me, it seems like. Um, But it was just great to see that Shutdown Suplex and how beautiful that move can really be. But those running knees, man, again, they're just a thing of beauty because they're just met with so much emotion and vigor where he's like, I'm going to knock your head off. So you just can't get you know, so you're not gonna get mm-hmm. out of my my shutdown German. So I, I thought this was a good match amongst peers and tag team, you know, champions, you know, basically here. Uh it seemed like a what was it Ayaki having like four belts and Jake Lee had like what seven? Um but <laughs> other other than that, you know, Miyahara <laughs> oh, gets the victory. Um and you know, I thought this was a great match, you know, awesome chemistry of course for these guys. Uh, and their series of matches, and of course, you know, being being tag partners. What did you and think, of the bomb opener?
1: They they did it the right way, and that's uh, and I'll take that. Like that, it's you know, it you need you had to have the two babies be the first ones out there, so Jake Lee can come out. Oh yeah, and you know, and then defeat, um, you know, defeat the. the it was perfect because. You know, the easy way
2: to get that victory, to yeah, not
1: taints. The the one he's going to the most trouble with was Miyahara. Like, that's just, that's how it should be. So mm-hmm. he beats him in 10 minutes because Miyahara just went 18 with Aoyagi. So that was perfect. And then Aoyagi comes back, and he's tired. But he manages to get the offense that he needed mm-hmm. to on Jake Lee, getting believable submissions. But it showed Jake Lee just better than Aoyagi. <laughs> and he beats Miyahara in a perfect way where it it didn't look like, you know, he didn't beat a fully healthy Miyahara. He beat a yeah. dead tired Miyahara. So it, it keeps Miyahara fresh. It does nothing to hurt Aoyagi because Aoyagi's not there. He's not ready yet. He, mm-hmm. If you push him now, it's like pushing Kaito Kiyomi. You're going to go to the same thing and you're going to push him too early and it's going to wreck him.
2: Man, I'd rather but, watch a Aoyagi than Kiyomi. Uh, I'm just kidding.
1: No look man, too Yagi's really good. I know I'm not kidding. I really like Aoyagi. I just I think Kaido Kiyomiya, like I've watched a lot of Kiyomiya and I think his his Kano feud was tremendous. But it was Kano, so it's a guy that knows how to work too. I'll
2: Um, also say going to to Lee and A uh Just to start their battle, dude. I I don't know if you've ever went this intense to start, but when they were training those multiple germans to each other until so they just both <laughs> collapse was a beautiful way to say okay let's reset let's get the fans into this here we go for the championship let's crown a new one uh it's the fans you know i've been waiting over a year for suwama unfortunately to drop both belts uh unfortunately covid was the reason on this one but uh man and then the submission trade-off it was just a great counter battle of who wants it more. And, you know, unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, for his fans of the, uh, the backdrop, which did isn't that what he pinned, uh, Mara with.
1: Yeah. And it looks really bad. Like normally I, I defend it a little more than like, I, I, you hate it way more than I do. But when he did this and I was like, wow, oh, that looked like shit. But
2: this iteration <laughs> of Jake Lee, when he does it, I was like, Oh, okay. And then when he get when he got the pin, I was like, Oh, they're going Literally. this with this scummy, you know, Jake Lee. So I, I was all for it in a weird when, way.
1: When he hit this backdrop driver, or, or excuse me, backdrop suplex on Miyahara, yeah. I was like, my God, it looked like when I'm playing with Sydney. <laughs> it was like he picked him up and he guided him yeah. slowly down. I was like, come on, man. This, this, this is your title win. You know, this, this is your moment. Put him down. He's not going to be pissed at you. No. <laughs> You know, don't, don't make him, and you're making him look weak, too. Like, there's some times where I don't think it looks that bad, but this was one where I was like, man, you just made him look like shit having to sell that. <laughs> I
0: mean,
1: but and then he, at least he beat Aoyagi Yagi with that tight brain buster. Yeah. That was cool. I was like, oh, damn, okay, I'm all for that one. Like, gave he just two. smoked him. Yeah, I like, he just smoked him. And, and then I, immediately in my head, I was like, I don't ever want to see you do the backdrop driver again. As much as I defended that it was okay, mm-hmm. I never want to see you do it again after you just won. Your oh, not when ready. you see that.
0: Yeah. yeah just no,
1: just sheer drop brain buster these fuckers every time. Just sheer drop. <laughs> like, that's all I need to say <laughs> to me from now on. I don't want anything else coming out of you, Jake Lee. But he laughed again. You know, he's he's charismatic was there. And it, it was,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was nice. It just, I mean, What's more, All Japan Pro Wrestling than the title getting vacated due to COVID? Like it, that, you couldn't write that storyline to be that perfect for this company in 2021. That's <laughs> to be you perfect, know I mean? you know. That's and then, funny. and then, as I said to you, Shotaro Ashino loses in the tag match because you know, the mm-hmm. boy and uh Kadama are getting a tag title shot against Next Dream, but then he comes out and you know, looking like a geek as he demands the next title shot. You just lost, buddy. You know, and I love Ashino They haven't like I don't know why they didn't when when he was terrorizing in those no fans, and he busted into that two AW room was talking shit to Suwama. He should have beat him. He should have won that title. Hundred percent.
2: They they killed the momentum and push, and you know it seemed it, like that was then, part of Suwama's shadow though. He did that to a lot <laughs> of wrestlers.
1: Well, then they then they do the double turn. And it was tremendous with Lee and ashino it's like, all right, here we go. This is going to help both these guys out. And yeah. they already have Ashino trying to challenge. But then Booker Man comes out and goes, I want a shot too. And then it's like, okay, you guys are going to have a contendership match. Ashino's probably not even going to win the contendership match. He's probably going to job that too.
2: Champion versus champion. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, uh... much.
2: And then <laughs> Chicago and, uh... wins the title. And then, and then Suwama gets back COVID free. And then they. The, the tag belts against next oh, year. I would stop watching All Japan. I would hold until yeah. then. We'll come to America. GCW.
1: <laughs> then and then in like the the most Shima slash All Japan thing. Now, um, tell me if I'm wrong here, or if I'm just like I'm just making you know I'm making assumptions. But we saw a couple of weeks ago or whatever uh, before the Junior Battle of Glory or after the Junior Battle of Glory. Shima loses the title back to Koji Iwamoto. Mm-hmm. Iwamoto defeats Shima to win the title back. Only to lose the title in his first defense to Akira Francesca, who won the Junior Battle of Glory. Which is
2: excellent, yep.
1: Uh, excellent, except for the fact of how bad do you think Shima was like, I'm not losing to that guy. If you want me to drop the title to that kid, I'm dropping it to Koji Iwamoto, and he can lose to that kid. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, <laughs> Shima being Shima, he was probably like, I'm not jobbing to that.
2: Man, have, so is have you the whole gonna puro? Is what you're
1: saying? <laughs> I mean, Doesn't so...
2: work for me, brother.
1: Yeah, like I, exactly. But I mean, I, I, I don't think I'm wrong when I say that either. <laughs> <laughs> like this, I, <laughs> I, I like I liked everything about the show, but as I break it down more and more, I'm just like, this is just this is this is why they're a big time. They're they're not a they're not a they're not dragging it. They're not. They're not even or DDT at this point. They're a they're just a big indie company, and it sucks to say all Japan's like that that's what they are now. But I'm I'm sorry, and I hate the same thing. What it, needs to some... change
2: then? I mean, you got Jake Lee finally as champion. I mean, that that was always going to be the plan with Jake Lee finally winning. Or do you think Suwama would have pulled some shit or Pulishima as you uh, just stated? You know, I. <laughs> It wouldn't be <laughs> <It's>, surprising, right? <laughs> no,
1: it's just like I said. I think there's a good chance that Shotaro Ishida's not even going to beat Ishikawa. Yeah, it just is. I don't know. And like, okay, I get it. Yeah, you know they, they, you know they they put the title finally on Jake Lee. Okay, good. That's that. That's the way to go. But he's already thirty two now, and he finally went with him. Like, mm-hmm. he's already into that next part of his career. Like, why didn't you put the title on him when he was when he was 28 or 29 or even 30? Yeah. You know, I mean, this guy's a 10 year pro now, and he's, you know, I mean, is is there is there a part of him that where they they are hesitant to put the title on because he's Korean, you know, and the Korean Japanese don't at least didn't like each other that much. Oof. Well, you know I, mean, yeah, look, I hope look, not. Look at what we learned from that uh, dark side of the ring, you know.
0: True, true.
1: Um, yeah, he's a Zanichi Korean professional wrestler. So the, he's he's a he's a Korean that was born in Japan. So he has his own name as Zenichi. So like, did, is, was that something that held him down? I mean, I don't know.
2: It's possible. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you were bringing uh, the dark side up. I, that's you're probably onto something there. What is this that I just sent you? Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, just
1: it's, it's. I just hope it wasn't like too late. Like you know, it's like I
2: don't think it will. No, I I think it'll work. But I yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by all the wrong reasons. But I mean that that unfortunately was the only all Japan match that I I wanted to. Uh, wanted to, to talk about but I, I don't think it was something that, that would hinder him. I would hope not, but you know, like we found out from other companies, they they kind of you know, put, put restrictions on, you know, certain things that we might not agree with, but it's just something that, you know, it's and we hope, you know, those wrestlers, you know get the good good. They're not being used used. But speaking of used used, um, So Jake Lee, who's gonna be his so God, that's so weird and sloppy. The well, Ashino no, no thing I will say is I'm really bummed that he that's the first defense, or defense maybe, for defense for Jake.
1: Maybe. We don't even know if he's gonna beat Ishikawa yet. Like, I think he then, has to. And is it gonna be for the T V title? <laughs> I mean it's just, and and you're right, that's the other thing is like Ashino should be the guy that beats him, but you're doing it already? Yeah. The problem is this company failed to make stars just like like Noah did for a while. It's like
2: when Kia Mia faced the movie right away. I was like, Why are you just making this guy lose already? You know, as, much as I'm you know, I, I get it, I respect his talents and his athleticism and he's young as hell. But I was just like, How are you gonna book this guy to lose already? <laughs> like right away. Like it it just didn't make sense. And some other wrestlers variations for well, the years. Well, that right? was one it's of those
1: things stupid. where in my head I'm going, oh, it's just, uh, he. oh, they're doing this so fast because they're just going to take the title off of him. You were
2: confident.
1: And... You were so yeah. confident that that was yeah. going <laughs> you know, to
0: happen. You bet the house on Sextant
1: that you don't even own anymore that that yeah. was going to happen. And then I remember watching that live and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> you have got to be kidding me that he's going to beat Keefe be and that's twice way he's beat him though. Mm. <sighs> oh, he beat him to get the title shot. And then he beat him as champion. Like, why? Is this? Oh,
2: god, man! Shout out to Manasir. By the way, <laughs> yeah. Do you wanna
1: do you wanna go into stardom, or do you want me to do this do my, this wrestling roundup? I don't know about this show from Mumbai that I
0: watched.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mumbai. I just realized it says that. It also says, with WrestleMania 23 implications on the line, who walked out victorious? <laughs> like, True what? No. In the cage match, it had
2: WrestleMania 23 implications. <laughs> A hair match. Loser has to cut their hair. Oh, uh, Is Bobby Lashley there? I hope not. Trump was there. February. <laughs> So he doesn't get, you know, indicted for all the horrificness.
1: Oh, my God. Did did he take that stutter? About as bad as Linda McMahon? Oh, shit. Linda McMahon, I forgot. Yeah, wow.
2: Yeah, that was was pretty bad. Um, Stardom in Yokohama. Try saying that seven times.
1: Yokohama Yokohama dreams Cinderella
2: Cinderella. on the Independence Day of America um shout out to lady c all i'm gonna say but continue the chat i have to go grab something really quick it's
1: okay dark. oh yeah that's tight i know where he's going it's gonna get real tight in here um yeah this was the yoga hama dreams cinderella uh in summer 2021 show on independence day as he mentioned um really fun show opening match he talked about i went three stars on this uh it was a gauntlet match as we saw Hanan and Hina starting it off with Lady C and Micah, um, or excuse me, uh, it was Hanan and Hina starting it off with uh, Rina and Saki Kashima from Way Tai. Thai. Rina defeats Hina with a jackknife pin. It was a cool way she got into it too. She tripped her up, got out of the move, and then did, or she did a, like a schoolboy, and then stood up out of it instead of doing the schoolboy, and then did like a jackknife pin rollover, which is really cool. Um, then saw Lady C and Micah make their way out as Micah with a spinning sidewalk slam, almost a version of Osprey Stormcutter on Rena. And then uh death via an O'Connor role on Lady C.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she is now 0-61 in stardom.
0: Oh, that's the gimmick, huh?
1: Yeah, she's, she's, she's had 60 matches and hasn't won one yet. I thought it was like, <laughs> she's a newbie and she's trying to figure her way I
2: didn't know she went 61 or Owen 61 yeah as of today it's kind of a cool thing who's she gonna get her first victory over or is she gonna bury Horowitz her career <laughs> in, <I> don't know.
1: <laughs> no I, even though I Horowitz got away I think she may end may end up in Donald del mondo with the way that they played that up today okay uh, on the 4th. um also which uh to um to not confuse people, as I said, these names: Hina, Rina, Hanan. Uh, Hanan is the older sister. Uh, she is part of Stars. Hina, who is the younger sister of Hanan, is in Queens Quest, and Rina, who is the twin sister of Hina and also younger sister of Hanan, is in Oedo Tai. So three different factions, <laughs> three different siblings. I love it. <laughs> oh, uh, I will stardom
2: say, Artem that- is is getting to me like gdt did you know back in like 2018 when i finally got it where got it meaning for stardom was you know i, I was becoming a fan of tokyo joshi pro i liked the wrestling style i liked, you know you know some instances here some of the stardom matches i like you know i watched. i was like okay different type of feel but watching two back-to-back shows with storyline implications and the emotion from the wrestlers, you know, whether it's before, during, or after a match, I was just like, holy shit, I'm all in. This is some of the best storytelling I've seen. And even, like you were just saying, with the opening match with Lady B, 0-61. Again, they're nailing right off the bat. Is she going to get her first victory, finally? Nope. She's going to be 0-61. We're going to see where it goes. And is she going to turn and join one of the hottest factions in all of professional wrestling? But especially through.
1: Yeah, it was it was fun, and it was a nice, you know, it was it was twenty minutes for four matches or three matches, so they were nice, quick, you know, get in, get out type matches, which was fun, uh, you know. But at this like this whole card, I'm looking at my my results, and I have you know three stars, three and a quarter, three and three quarters, a four star a four and a quarter, and then an NA. Wow, the main event. Yeah, this show was yeah.
0: really like that's I'm really cool. Um,
1: and and once again, this is how Stardom has been, where every match gets better. Like they they're so good at the way that they book these. Um, Speaking of booking
2: emotion, you have a a talent in the next match that I remember telling you, you know, months ago. I was, like, wow, when so and so turns, it's going to be the biggest thing that that company can do in a while. I think they're leading and planting the seeds for uh, Moonlight Kid to freaking overtake Moonlight Kid and embrace Oedo tai as much as she has been. And I, my God, her and and the youngin known as Ruaka, what is she, like 16 or 17 they said on the last show? <laughs> Insane! A, that young, but also to be in the ring with, you know, legends like Momo Watanabe and Azumi, and to hold her own and then also what's Moonlight Kid's what, like 20 herself? I like it's like it. Oh no, it's it's the Moonlight Kid now, man. Oh, I'm She's sorry. For the dark, it's so a wait tie. Come on,
1: <laughs> can't be
2: star lights. It can't be no lights when you're badass goons.
1: <laughs> I do, I do like this thing, and I will say, man, I enjoyed that she had new gear. She embraced it. She had teeth on the mask. Oh, all, all into it. More. Um, and I think the I think why I, I was so excited when it, when the, that thing happened on the last show and she had to join them is because. You know, from any you know, for a long time listeners know um, we we kind of haven't talked a lot of stardom and you know it's something that we just you know both didn't didn't watch as much but you always would would throw the starlight kid thing out there and I think a lot of it was just kind of hotspots fun just saying starlight kid's gonna turn heel because yeah. just to make like a quirky thing but then it really happens and it's actually tight like that's okay. smart you know what I mean like, like that's, when when it happened that's why I texted you I was like oh my god. You're you're never gonna believe something you said just happened because like I you know I knew it wasn't like us trying to predict what Eita and Yoshino <laughs> are gonna do. This is just you being yeah. a, a smartass, and then it fucking happens and it's amazing because then we'll see her later too. I don't know if you watch that mm. if you. Oh, you... usually I don't. I was like, hey, the you know, yeah. shit happens
2: in the main event. You're like, no. Something's going to happen. And then also the match before the main event. You're like, yeah, something's going to happen. She, she might be pulling like double championship duty. It seems like we'll, we'll get into that here in a oh, bit. Oh, man.
1: More. So then, so yeah, uh, Azumi with the Azumi Sushi on the rocket to get the pin. Great match, uh, by the way. <laughs> then this match, man, future stardom title. Uh, <clears throat> uh, um, Saya Ida had to vacate, uh, which she was having a great run. I think she's sure. tremendous. Um, but Mina Shirakawa, with two implant DDTs, uh, the Inagaki Sayaka, who didn't want to shake her hand and was like, no, "No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that shit." Um, I went three and three quarters on this. These two women came into the company early in the year, um, you know, from the, from Tokyo Joshi Pro as kind of side acts that weren't really doing a lot, and just like Natsu Poi, Starting them starting taking one one's kind of trash in a away and making it their treasure and it's and it was awesome. This match rule. This was really good. <laughs> it, they gave it <laughs> a really lot of time. Idea.
2: They literally went to the last seconds. You know, unlike the main event where you know it didn't go to the time draw and then extended in overtime. While wow, this new Ed Sheeran video, by the way, is insane and he lost a lot of weight. But anyways. Um, They gave it time. Like I said, they went to the almost Broadway here for their time limit there. But the fighting spirit of both of these women, I didn't know too much about Unagi Sayaka, but I'm a fan of Unagi Sayaka now. (laughs) Because she just wants to just beat the shit out of anyone. And I'm like, already. And then she delivers a beautiful, a bellissimo frog splash, where I thought she was going to get the win there. And then Minister Shirakawa's like, nope, I'm going to Luthas press you. I'm going to pin you. And then you know what? I'm going to land a Judas effect. And then I'm just going to, like you said, give a couple of implant DDTs there, picking up that victory. But wow, Shirakawa is shown like a star. You know, like you said, a few show, a few stardom shows back, she gets pummeled, decimated, you know, shown an example of like, you're not a wrestler. You're just, you know, another, you know, pretty face here. And then for her to come back a few shows later and win the future stardom championship, a prestigious title, by the way, um, is only going to catapult her. But I thought Unagi Sayaka was also fiercely spotlighted in this match. And yeah, I agree. This match rocks. And, and like,
1: I, I knew they were going to work hard, but I didn't expect them to, to do that much because there's still, you know, Mina Sherkall's best match that I've ever seen her have is that MoMA Watanabe one uh, earlier this year. But, you yeah. know, they they have a lot of matches where they need – they, they only really do one-on-one. One. They're in a lot of tags, a lot of six-minute tags, um, you know, multi-person matches. So I wasn't expecting a ton. I, I knew the effort was going to be there, but I didn't think the quality was going to be. And, frankly, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm not going to say it on the air, but – you know, there's a lot of little, little uh, humor jokes that we were just spouting between the two of us. You know, making comments. You know, like yeah. like the immature boys we are. And you know, after and that's that was kind of my feeling going into it. By the end of it, I'm like, let's go. This is awesome.
2: Yeah, we're I, like, is this going to be a Divas match 2012 or 2013 going to happen? <laughs> but they had their working boots on and they shut our mouths. And it was you know a battle. Sloppy at times, but you expect that because they're saying, you know, it was who wants it more, you know, who Ooh. who wants to make a name for themselves in the biggest promotion in Japan. You know, they they have been you know selling, doing really well. You know, they're making their way out west. I think a little bit better than New Japan has over the years with their English, you know, uh, subtitled YouTube. They post like five, six, seven videos, it seems like a day. My phone's always blowing up, you know, I'm a subscriber to their things. And they seem like they want to push their brand a little bit more. New Japan, uh, which New Japan obviously is doing better now, you know, especially since the acquisition Bushiro did with Stardom. But Stardom, it just seems like they're capitalizing a little bit more. And they Mm -hmm. have the freaking talent. And, you know, they were outdrawing some of the biggest companies, you know, on the male side for a while, I remember you telling me that.
1: Back in March, uh, when when New Japan did this that that show at Budokan, um, the, I think it was the, the New Japan Cup finals. Uh, Noah ran Budokan. That was the Kiyomiya Muda show, and then Stardom ran Budokan. Uh, I think that was it was the Julia Tam Nakano. Um, oh, nice. Hair match, the title match. They out, Stardom outdrew drew both of them. You Crazy. Know? So I mean, you know, the Julia Tam Nakano match was was the draw of that weekend, and it was it was incredible. It was so good. Like that was that. Was, I, I was like, that might be the best women's event you have seen all year. And then Utami <laughs> and Seiuri were like, yeah, hold my beer. We're going to be the best yeah. match you've seen all year. Um, Even the match we, though with with the genie at uh, at oh, yeah. Festival. Yeah, Sakazaki and uh, Sak- um, yep. Yamashita. Yes. Yeah, it was so good, too. That's on my list. I have
2: so many crazy, like, people <laughs> and matches on my list. I'm like, who am I?
0: But I genuinely
2: <laughs> enjoy these shows. Like, honestly, Stardom, man, is on my – it's on my shit. Like, I – whatever. Like, the you know, your buddy was like, are going to talk NXT? NXT is better, it seems like, over the last, you know, months. So Cameron Grimes, LA, I never would have thought in the millions I would say – Eli Drake is a fascinating character and is really good. You know, it all he's a wrestler's prototype, especially of the modern age, but that classic feel and flow to him as well. It's just a, a weird experience where I'm like, damn, maybe I should have watched it, him when Ryan was like 10 years ago. Hey, you need to watch this Eli Drake guy. I'm like, no,
0: I'm like, I can't get enough.
2: But Stardom, it's like the same thing. I can't get enough, and I'm all, you know, for watching more and following these these great athletes and wrestlers, you know, just kind of do their thing. And again, the emotional storytelling, Ryan. I am mm-hmm. all about that, as I am empathetic AF, and and what they do here, they took up my heartstrings. I'll put a tear or so, or two, or so apparently, um, and it just it works and. The show was just such a breeze to watch, you know. Even the misses and the little one came down and watched. It. You're like, all
0: right, this is cool.
2: Yeah, but anyways, sure, um, and it just even gets better as yeah, it progress.
0: I
1: here, here's here's a slight spoiler uh, for for our award show, but I I have I have uh, slowly creeping yes in my tag team of the year consideration. Also, Cabella on uh, taking on the stars team. Uh Julian Siri, that is their side team from Del Mundo. They might be my tag team of the year right now. I mean they are the swagger. God, they're so good. And the they are I mean, now? Yeah, I was like, all right, let's go. You know, <laughs> I mean I would I would I four stars on this. This is a notebook match. I mean this was this is really good. <laughs> Julia hit the Northern Lights driver on Koguma, who she's had heat with. Um, you know, in story heat. Mm-hmm. And th- there was that fun spot too when they were, when um, she was trying to make a tap and Siori's holding Iwatani like on the ramp so she can't get out to make the save. And mm-hmm. this match just was good. and It was hard hitting. And and there was so many times that I thought Kogomo was going to get the victory and they were going to win those titles. This was Koguma's match, I, I would
2: say. This was like, hey, we're going to emphasize her gonna put her in the ring majority of the match. We're gonna make her not earn it in a bad way, but we're gonna be like, hey, we're we're thrusting you into the spotlight here, into the fans' eyes and I thought she she did very well. You know, I loved how, you know, two thirds, you know, into the match here and she's about to try to swing uh I forget if it was Julia or s or where I was just like, Wow, she's really exhausted, like She's been kicking ass and she's been taking her shots well, and she's just like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? <laughs> I like you can feel her pain there, but it, it's you know even her taking that double team suplex from you know uh, Donado Mundo, and you're just like, w- what is this doing? Again, I liked how she was majority of the match, but Maya Yuvatani, my god, a spire. Again, I feel like an incompetent jerk for not watching and maybe i will backlog you'll have to give me a, a, a five iwatani matches but my god i was just like she is vicious she is like a little pit bull where she's like oh yeah i'm gonna pet, you know well that sounded bad but not pet my iwatani of course but like hey you know what's going on you, you're no threat it's cool and then she'll just come and sock you in the face but charge you a hundred <laughs> miles per hour and just right off the gate she just strikes and just you know she strikes hard and it was just cool to freaking watch and and sheree sheree
0: how do you pronounce
2: it fiori thank you fiori my god it was just fun to see her give those looks to julia whether it's like hey i know what i'm doing and also looking at admiration as well and and julia i cannot say enough if we had a wrestler of the year and didn't break it you know, into male or female, Julia would probably be uh, probably my number two. She's just great. Like, just the and- swagger alone is bananas. Like, I just get these feels in a way where I'm like, wow, again, I could watch her all day because her wrestling persona is worth just as much as her wrestling work in the ring. And that is pretty freaking good, you know, as well.
1: That's the, the future Mrs. Cook. I mean, you, you know, I, 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 shoot, shoot I your know shot,
0: that, man. man. I her on I
1: Hinge. <laughs> Hit <Hitter> on Bumble. <laughs> you know, and I, what I love about what they've done with Dona Dumbondo, too, is they flipped it around, too, because it used to be Julie and Micah were crazy bloom. Himika and Siori were grab the top. Um, this year, they flipped them around. They put Mike and Himika together. And then also, then now as we've seen, uh, Alto Lavello Cabelli won. Julian Siori. They took that in a and they kind of split them into two units, and then put them. And it's working. It's, it's these two are working so well right now together.
0: I like just Lou. They, might,
1: they, they might be my tag team of the year. And and it was cool, you know. Uh, Kagama, she she used to wrestle in Stardom. She started in Stardom 2013 when she was 15 years old. Um, wrestled until she was 17, and then she left, and then she came back. Um at the that that uh um whatchamacallit show the, the budokan show the, with the julia uh tam nakano match um mm-hmm. uh, so she's 23 now i don't know if she went to she went to finish school and then now she's back because of that but i mean wow. she's a former artist of stardom champion she it was uh Kyrie hojo and some gaijin chick um were the champions of those she won the uh she was a high-speed champion so i mean they had plans for her, for her before she left very neat um so now that she's back it's really nice so i think that's pretty cool um yeah it's just a matter of where they go with this but this, this rock this is so good and man i i can't say enough about that uh, julian siri as a team and <sighs> and like and then i look at julian i'm like god she's got to be in my rest of the year for, for it but then i'm like well siri is holding her own too and might have had to, and has had a better match than her this year with 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 utami but then mm-hmm. Tommy's been doing this all year and she won the Grand Prix last year. Like, she might be my women's wrestler of the year. But then I'm like, we can't forget about the woman of the next match, Tam Nakano. Like, my God. Yeah. They're so good. Like, th- there's so many. This, this company is so good at making stuff. It's like Dragon Gate. That's why these two are always one and two for me the last couple yeah. years.
2: You know, and then, and
0: then
1: then
2: you and it, what's crazy, too their champions are are perfect. They're aligned so well where their champions are just like, I don't want them to lose. You don't mm-hmm. get that. And then, you know, you you have baddies, you know, the the top titles where you're just, I just want to watch them wrestle and see what opponents they they will elevate next. And I usually yeah, don't get that in wrestling, it seems like. At yeah, least
1: not that's stores. fair. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, well, because there's not other companies that... that understand how to do it anymore
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: they're not rewriting the they're not rewriting the the book they're not reinventing the wheel here they're just they're, they're telling a compelling story like they're supposed to i mean saya kamatani she was a she was a um uh what i can't remember what they call the singers in in japan uh she was an idol girl idol, before yep. she, she became her before she jumped into wrestling and you know they talked about her and, and Tam having the background because Tam kind of took her under her wing to make get her comfortable with it.
0: <laughs> oh, now she
1: you... would get comfortable right away. <laughs> well, and look at look at Sayakama, Sayakama now. She she has an amazing year last year. Her and Utami were the tag champs uh, the last mm-hmm. tag champs before losing them to Julian Siori. But then she she had a she got a title shot against Utami almost won their partners they're like best friends Very cool. she goes and wins the the cinderella and then she she pushed tam to her limit i would four and a quarter mm-hmm. on this man tam gets the pizza with a twilight dream you know and and they told a great story once again the the only thing i praised about that nxc women's match was that for the first time they just didn't work an arm the whole match because <laughs> that's all they ever do in in, in women's wrestling in, in that company the story they told was Sai Kamatani couldn't do a lot because she had no core and how ruthless Tam Nakano was with it was yep. a fantastic story. And how cool like, – I love the Hulk Hogan tape job. I was like, shit, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Why don't more people do this? Like I used to love when Hogan would do the tape job and he'd work funny. Yep. You know, and then it's like, oh, it's 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 the weakness. And then she even had a Hulk Hogan moment where she just got sick of it and stood up and just started beating the shit out of Tam. Like, it was awesome. It was so good. And they didn't uh, do anything. They, they didn't and don't forget the crazy.
2: rapid slaps that she would give Tam. I swear it was oh like God. 200.
1: They, they were beating the piss out of each other. Yeah. I mean, it was they, great. Um, <laughs> it was, I, I totally forgot about this before, too, but Siori uh, calls out uh, Unagi Sayaka and and issues a challenge for the SWA title against her. Um, we didn't talk about that. I, I, that's my bad for jumping too quick. But uh, it, it works with me to saying, why don't you go try to get that SWA title, and then we can have a rematch title for title. Um, and then Siori was like, yeah, I'll give you a shot, and I'm going to beat your ass, too. Cause she doesn't <laughs> care. <laughs> so that happened. Um, I don't remember, did anyone... Was there a challenge
2: uh, to Tam? Uh, to Tam?
0: I didn't think uh, was. Yes.
2: So, as I stated in my notes, uh, uh, Saya Kamatani is the truth. I was like, she doesn't shake the hand. She leaves the ring. Pretty emotional. And then I put Moonlight Kid Come In. The challenge is a great storyteller. Boom.
1: Okay, I didn't see that. Now that makes sense when you said double title. Because then we saw with Tommy Hayashi, Shida, when they had Suku Ooh. Tora, they were in a really good match. Yes, this was were. the best was I've really seen Tora ever look.
2: It was a really that, good good mystery. I, I thought they had right away.
1: That rose in the mouth and then the splash in the table where she like literally like pushed her through the whole table like it was a cardboard <laughs> cutout. And then on a goofy double foot stomp, she like, breaks her ankle or something, tears her ACL or something. Just slips, lands on her oh, back, slips God. on
2: the mat, tweaks it, like, you could see it, like, right away. And I knew, unfortunately, uh, that she got injured uh, before I watched the match, like, a day or so ago, I saw it. That's
1: that's why I said to you I saw spoiler, because I saw it on Stardom's YouTube page.
2: Okay, okay. Maybe that's so, where I saw it as well, but thought on something, and I was like, oh, God, I was like, she pulled a hip-hop kakuda, or did, you know, was this after the match, or, or what happened? And then, yeah, and then when she did the table spot, and it you know, prolonged all that time, I was like, oh, shit, is it an a after-effect from, you know, yeah. the beautiful splash to the outside? his table was not ready for Natsuko Tora, that is Hell for no. sure. <laughs> um, yeah. And... I was like, "Oh shit, she got hurt there," and then she's just taunting away, and I'm like, "What's happening?" I was like, "Wait, did I?" Shishida, you know, again, I gotta learn better. Uh, does she get hurt? What's happening? And then she jumps off the apron to kind of, you know, get the momentum back up, and slips—a freak accident, just like Kakuta hit the you know, mm-hmm. into the ring with his shoulder, and the refs and doctors rush right away in pain it's not a you know a, a work is oh, in germs unfortunate a legit shoot injury and, uh yeah it it was it was sad to see it really was so bad to see because again she tried to get up couldn't put weight on it instantly falls down stop the match and then yeah it was you know tommy retains the end but to be fair she was talking shit at in, meaning Natsuko Tora, and saying I will come back better and take that title from you.
1: Well, what I love too is, and, and I don't know if this was just a shoot to go off of what I missed then with her coming out, but she goes, she goes if I can't get back in the ring to beat you, then I want the lowest ranking member of the way to try to come in there to fight you. And that's that's Starlight like Kid. Mm-hmm. And then she comes out and gets into Tommy's face. <sighs> I'm like, let's go! I don't know where this is going, but this is awesome.
2: Double title, Moonlight yeah. Kid.
1: I'm I'm all in, man. This this is great. This is fun. And the show, shows, show is and you're like, wait,
2: there's not more.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah, for, it's one of those one of those times. Where you're like, oh, I, I wanted more. Like, yeah. you got to give me more content.
2: Just then. Because I noticed with them, like when a video. Was like a thirty-five minutes, which JoJo, wow! Just saw that video. Um,
1: where's <laughs> it going the with that? Sorry. Uh, uh, uh. No. What's that guy's kind of name?
2: Not at all. Okay. This is um, a different JoJo, not your, not your neighbor's JoJo. <laughs>
0: well,
1: there's one where I was like, whoa, whoa! I didn't know this, then she turned into this. It's tight. The hell's a BTS. BTS is tight. They're uh, Korean K-pop.
0: They'll
1: post a new music video and it'll get to like 4 billion views in like one day. Wow. Yeah, they're like literally like the biggest thing in music.
2: I don't know. Is Sydney like
1: them? Uh, I I, I don't know. I was playing him in the car. He might might have been jamming.
2: Why does that guy have purple hair? Why are there
1: nine of them? They don't need nine. There's seven of them.
2: That's like four too, too many
1: there's there's a person on my firepro thing where I download people that I already have an update that he's he's already made an updated siori a orange haired Julia and a koguma from that show. That's so cool <laughs> Julia just
2: just looks like a wrestler
1: God that's so good uh
2: as was stardom and this was a, a a really fun show definitely check out stardom world get a subscription uh ten years I believe they're celebrating uh you know this year in 2020. One uh, again, you look at some of their back catalog, and it's a who's who of wrestlers of not only of today, but of yesteryear. And you're just like, wow! I didn't realize I could watch a a dream match in its purest wrestling form, and not what we're to the saturation of the unfortunate Monday, Friday, and sometimes Tuesday.
1: It's so it, it, the show is so good, man. God, the show is good.
2: Pure was good. This was a good week, you know. We- a couple of days of Piro. I uh, definitely enjoyed it. Saturday, Brian, that's all I did. Woke up at like 7.30 a.m., watched like three and a half shows until like 7 o'clock.
1: Um, I, I I can speed through something real quick. I'm not going to go through Gleet, cause I, or Great, or, Gleet, or just Should we just call it Gleet instead of, or are we going to call it Great? What do you want to call it?
0: Uh,
2: Gleet. Gleet Great.
1: Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's supposed to be great, but it, whatever. I, I there was some fun matches on it. There. there was a couple that were like, eh, but there was some there was some really good matches. So I don't want to talk about that, but I figure I'll go through this now. Um, the the GCW Backyard Show. Um, the opening match I went three stars, and that's the only thing that I went three stars on. Everything else I went two and a half, two and a half, two and three quarters, two and a half two stars, two and a quarter, two and three quarters, two stars, two and a quarter for the main event. wasn't, it was not a good, like...
2: It wasn't like the last two years where you're like, wow, this was a great showcase for so-and-so, or did you remember that guy? Or, hey, there's a car chasing a guy in a field with a bunch of people in it.
1: Like, it had
2: feelings of
1: that, but it just wasn't, like, the formula was there, but the work just wasn't... Yeah, i just... Like every match had, they were trying to use the pool and stuff, and I'm like, uh-huh. and then there, uh, it was just like, the formula was there, but it wasn't, it wasn't that good. Like I still like, it wasn't like I was, like, I, I wasn't mad. I watched it. Like, I'm glad I watched it, but,
2: but uh, the big was Vin Alex Colon in the first match, is, is
1: I'm assuming. <laughs> no, it was uh, Big Ben, Jay Malachi, and Philly Mike uh, took on Young Devon Brooks, Jordan Oliver, Charlie Tiger, and Ellis Taylor. Um, Charlie Tiger de- delivers a burning hammer to Jade Malachi for the victory. That was wow. that snap. I sent you guys where that dude was like, I'm going to kill you motherfucker. And he runs in the <laughs> ring and then does a, a moonsault and eats a double super kick. I pop hard for that spot. <laughs> um, wow. Then it was uh Colby Carino uh, took on Mayday Jack. Jack won with a flipping senton through a door. Um, Ooh. Funny takeaways from that though, is uh is uh MLJ or whoever was doing commentary, I can't remember, uh said that Colby Carino is trying to be the superior or is definitely the superior indie wrestler as he came out to Headstrong by Trapped.
0: <laughs> <What a Dutch. laughs>
1: That's pretty funny. Um was and then Gage on commentary? Or was he on no, the show? No Nick Gage, no Joey Janella.
2: Uh no, no, no schlack.
1: Schlack was there for a little bit, yeah. He was. Oh, Schlacko. He was. Oh, Schlacko. So he was like trying to speak in Spanish for a couple minutes, and then he just—I think he was drinking, so he stopped. And then, uh, um, Alley Cat, Alley Catch, and uh, uh Fade Jackson were doing commentary, and they were saying a bunch of weird shit. Um Ew. <laughs> uh, Wasn't
2: she the one with MJF, and then he dumped her after he got TV?
1: Uh, maybe I. I yeah, Google it if you want to know. I don't. I don't have a good answer on that. Um, and then also, she was all
2: like, "Hey, do you move out of my life?" Is that Ellie Cat?
1: I think. So. I, I don't. know. Who fucking cares? This, this isn't uh, Real Housewives of Game Changer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, was pointed out that uh, Chris Levine, that the referee, that's the really good one, they have. Um, they said he he wears the same clothes every time I see him. Just like Doug, funny does. Um, like he's like I saw Chris Levine at B Dubs and he was wearing the same outfit one day: black, black ref shirt, uh, gloves, and black pants. Oh I wow! Said, do you think? Do you think it's like Doug, where he opens up his closet and every hanger is the same outfit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty funny.
0: Good
2: reference.
1: Um, and then uh, Natas, which is Satan backwards. Uh, successfully defended her backyard pro hardcore Ontario title against Ricky crash. Um, Ricky crash obviously was Ricky Shane Page, Rick but Shane Page, as, a, yeah. as a motocross star, um, did
2: he ride in on a bike or was there a bike in the match? No, he
1: ran in, like was getting next to the pyro and then he was like, Whoa, he got scared by the pyro. Um, but Natas defeats him via F five. Um, Ricky Crash went for a, fro- a frog splash. He goes, I'm going to do the D-Lo. And he does a frog splash. And, he, and she kicks out and he goes, fuck you, D-Lo. Mark Henry was better anyway.
0: But that was pretty entertaining.
1: <laughs> um, Then Diablo, which was Shane Mercer, uh, defeated Ariel Crow. I have no idea who that is. I went two and three quarters. Um, he won with a gorilla press off the horse trailer through a table.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, huh? Then in a, a um, in, in a buried live match, Paco Loco, uh, Chris Dickinson uh, defeated Tasty <laughs> Quick uh, with two and a half. He gave, they put light tubes over the grave, and then Paco Loco gave him a razor's edge into the grave through the light tubes, and then started pouring dirt on him until they stopped the match because I don't think they really wanted him to pour dirt <laughs> on him.
2: <laughs> oh come on!
1: Um, and then uh, Nasty Leroy. Uh, defeated the world famous cv uh, cheeseburger um oh. i won two stars on it but it was really tight but it was not very good nasty leroy's funny um then it was van Vamp- uh it was facade uh as Vampiro, his backyard gimmick <laughs> ty um ty hill as the chad uh tony deppin and, and claude merrow jr who is uh ruckus took uh um Took on the 4th of July Blunt guy, which was Steve Sanders, uh, Nolan Edward, uh, Everett Connors, who was C-Spot, and Dante Leone, who was Aiden Alexander. Um, oh, wow. Uh, Claude Merrow Jr. won via Money Clip, on uh, which is a cutter, on Dante Leone. I went two and a quarter. It was, oh, so, so-
2: Todd is not going to try to steal that move because it's called the no, Money no. Clip?
1: No, no. He sold, he sold the name from Does the name Is that Conner. move over yet? moves tight fun, What are you talking about? Can you? Um, I mean,
2: that statement can be one of two things. Like, is that move over yet?
1: Or hey, is that move over
0: yet? <laughs> Trash.
1: Let me get to this damn review so we, can, so we can get off the air before they kick us off here. <laughs> God, talking about O'Connell like that. Uh Tony Deppen, by the way, was wearing a T-shirt and like swimming shorts, but he had his wrestling trunks over the swimming trunks. To, like, show that he's still a real wrestler and not a backyarder.
0: Uh. (laughs)
1: Um, uh, And then Otis White, uh, who was uh, played by Otis Kogar, loses to Dexter White, who was played by Atticus Kogar. Uh, Atticus with a (laughs) chokeslam off the scaffold um, through the light tube cabin. Uh, Otis White came out to The Undertaker's theme song, while Dexter White... Atticus Kogar came out the Cane theme Song and wore a cane
0: mask.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was please the tell me about green mask. Runner. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like the old one, and that's what, that's what he went with the choke slam, too, which is funny. Um, so that was a the thing. Uh, then uh, Pete Cat Jr. played by Billy Starks, defeated Dark Angel, which was played by Marcus Matters. Uh, Cat won via roll-up, and this felt like it went for like 30 minutes. They went. It was it, it, I went two stars. This is the worst match of the show. Ooh. Um, and then on uh, the main event: uh, Emanon, Jimmy Boyd, took on J.J. Escobar, and um, Emanon defeats him by putting a bunch of boards on the ground, and then on the horse, on top of the horse trailer, does the Finley roll off of it and almost kills himself and the other guy Oof,
0: doing it. Heesh.
1: I went two and a quarter. Is bad. That's your. Fucking like they had a, a lot show. of matches. That was ten matches. Jesus,
2: how long was the show? Five hours?
1: Four and a half? Like three hours? Mm. It just wasn't very fun. Like it wasn't.
2: It like for for those many matches, like and then to be different from each other, utilizing the same elements and objects in the outdoors. Like yeah, it was cool. To First two years, but again, I don't know. It just seems like talent, like you know, was a little bit cooler, and it seemed like they had more fun with it. But again, how do you not retread or repeat on on things of the past?
1: Yeah, th- it, this almost felt like they were just doing it because they felt like they had to do it.
0: Yeah. You know, like, hey, we,
1: we might as well just do it again. Like it was still like people you could tell were having a good time, and like they had a they had a, a, a lifeguard quote quote lifeguard out there, and they kept talk- <laughs> using this pink flamingo, and I mean, like it was. Like, I, I it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It just the matches weren't that good. hmm But like it was, it was like I. But laughed, you appreciate and, the effort. Yeah, like the the jokes were funny and the comments were funny that people were making and whatnot. But it just wasn't that. Like it wasn't. It was whatever. Yeah.
2: And I guess it's hard without Gage because even on commentary, it's worth I, it just I mean, for that.
1: I miss hearing Joey Janella getting drunk on white Claws,
2: white <laughs> Claws. You know, like. <laughs>
1: It like, smells funny
2: on those. When people running in the houses and then ending up on the roof in like four seconds, you're like, what? <laughs> it,
0: was, it, was, it was what it
1: was. But like, it was it was nothing by any, any me to like run home a, a, about like fantastic type
0: stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, Homecoming though, is uh... yeah. Coming up pretty soon, Matt Cardona, FKA, Zack Ryder. uh, In a pretty cool feud, uh, Nick Gage, he will challenge for the GCW Heavyweight Championship in New Jersey, which, of course, Zack Ryder represents the Long Island uh, Ice Z area. And, of course, Gage represents (laughs) the Jersey area. So this will be a lot of fun. Uh, Screw you, Philadelphia. uh, But... um, Nick Gage, I, I heard a little bit of his interview over on Busted Open, uh, which I'm becoming a, a fan of. I wish you know, it was more than 30 minutes, maybe off serious radio. But, uh, yeah, hyping up the match, hyping up the history, you know, and just him saying, you know, screw this guy, you know, and just him showing respect to, hey, but this guy's been doing it for 15 years. He's on TV for, you know, this long. He marketed himself well. So it'll be kind of cool, you know, to see how that match plays out.
1: That and Homecoming is uh, the 24th and 25th. Ooh, two nights. Yeah, they're doing two of these. Um, oh, six hours ago, just signed for night one. Marco Stunt versus Starboy Charlie.
2: <laughs> Never mind. said uh... Really big shoe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, li- I like Starboy Charlie. Don't, don't get me wrong, I, I do like Starboy Charlie. Um, I think there's some other stuff that's been announced. Mm. Um, Drew Parker returns, apparently.
2: Wasn't he in Japan for like two years? <laughs> yeah, he worked
1: the uh, Onita show.
2: <laughs> what? He's going to quarantine in time? what's happening.
1: <laughs> I don't... I don't know grim reef who's who's oh grim reefer he worked the the death match the show he was the guy in the four way he's like the old nineties guy he's just, a, just say grim reefer yeah <laughs> he was the one who won the uh the four way at tournament tournament of death and tournament of survival
2: oh shit, you want to go to atlantic city on july twenty fourth and get tickets for thirty dollars front row.
1: Are you serious? For Game Changer?
2: Yeah. On or a you... com.
1: Is that a real website?
2: No, that's legit. That's a ticketing service. It's like an anti-ticketmaster.
0: What?
1: I mean, would it be be <laughs> me tight wouldn't it?
0: Fuck yeah.
1: Wait. Wow, okay, sold I, I, out. Wait.
2: They sold out all their shit, all their standing room only.
1: Oh, so they don't have ticket, the tickets you're talking about?
2: Well, they, no, just standing room. For $90.
1: I'm on a but yeah, front row is $100, second row $75, third row $60. Standing
2: I room. mean, I, I'd i pay 75 for a GCW show. I'd be for more saying, a, I, than at like a Raw or a SmackDown.
1: I mean, if I'm paying seventy-five, I'd pay a hundred for front row. At that point.
2: Yeah, but you don't want (laughs) like Calvin Tankman like coming at you and throwing you into the ring.
1: That I mean, second row
2: you're protected by that first row, which is going to be
1: attacked. We had second row at Dragon Gate, and your model jumped on me. It's true. I like how night two is cheaper because that's and you can still get fourth row. Because night one is the the, the Gage Moxley. Oh, okay, see mm-hmm. ya.
2: Oh yeah, is that going to happen?
1: Moxley comes oh. out at the end. Oh, maybe. I we're apparently Blog Talk just told us the episode has ended. Okay. Damn
2: it! <laughs> I, I, I wanted to hype. Uh, machine gun. Caesar Moxley, or, or Moxley makes his boy.
1: GCW debut night two. Who? Cesar Bononi, he's part of uh, he's in that group with Pete Avalon um, Briley Ziegler or whatever Ziegler's brother
2: Didn't that guy murder someone or get charged or is there another Nemeth?
1: I think there's another Nemeth Okay Um, So Cesar Bononi makes his debut plus Joey Janela, Atticus Kogar, John Gresham returns to GCW and Ruckus on uh, Homecoming Night 2.
2: So what are they going to do? Uh, that's the Caesar Bern- Bernani guy against uh, Gresham?
1: Uh, Gresham will look like shit. Whoa, tight. Oh. Jane J- Prezak's going to do commentary.
2: Interesting.
1: He's uh old ROH guy. I'm tired of waiting in line. Well, Alex Cologne shocked the world this Saturday in Dallas. He only died once. Holy shit! That's this weekend,
2: we wrestling Nick
1: Gage. Yeah, for the title. <laughs> it's going to be
2: a death match, right?
1: Oh, it has to be. It's. A, he said, "I'm tired of waiting in line." It says, "Well, Alex will shock the world this Saturday in Dallas."
2: That on your uh, that survival of the death tournament or whatever that just happened. <laughs> Is his match on your list? I uh, him and
1: Colgar? No, um, it's probably like 12.
2: Okay, I seen like on one list it was like on like a notable like must watch. I was like, holy shit, Ryan was talking I, about that match.
1: I went like, I think I went four and three quarters or four and a half. Like it was really good. Like he impressed
2: it, it, me last year watching those yeah. couple of Cologne matches. I mean, that guy can tell a story with with weapons and also with wrestling techniques. But hella, hella blood.
1: Are you um, are you gonna turn on your um, Disney Plus app right now and watch Black Widow?
2: No, I'm gonna go see. It. Got five tickets, which cost me sixty dollars to go Saturday afternoon at three thirty with three kids. We're 11. <laughs>
1: I'm, I I was thinking about going to see it tomorrow after I dropped Sydney off. But Do I it.
2: Shit. If you don't go to an IMAX, go to, uh, especially if you're going to be uh, in Woodbury, uh, if the Alamo's open, check it on their big screen. That place All you it, saw Creed?
1: Yeah, it's not a bad idea.
2: But yeah, check it on their big screen, get the food, enjoy, relax. Watch some Marvel.
1: No, cousin did
2: buy it though. He said, "I just don't know his uh, his gimmicks." But I don't want to watch it. We we got tickets. My job gave me VIP tickets for this big country concert at the uh, state fair. It's a uh, guy who was big in the '90s and he hasn't like done a tour in like 15 years. And apparently he knows all this shit, and the town's excited. So like, we got like VIP. So we'll be doing that tomorrow, and then today sleep in and go see a movie with three kids.
1: That's cool though. Yeah, I just I was looking at it, and I was like, it drops at midnight on Disney Plus. So I was like, mm. just thirty bucks. It'll be
2: on there in like three months. I, I that it? That's the way I wanted to see it. Yeah, because is coming to Disney Plus uh, like the last day in August. And I think that oh, came out in not... May.
1: Yeah, that that just came I out. Thought I, I thought I thought I it was twenty bucks.
2: No, it's thirty, black is widow it? is anyways, yeah it's gonna it should know, be it good, I'm excited. I gotta see a Marvel movie in the theater. I think you should do the same,
1: yeah, that's kind of want why I want to go too is'cause i I was gonna go see Mortal Kombat, and then like when it dropped at like eleven oh one or whatever, I was like, man, i can't I'm just gonna fucking watch it right now, because nobody did a midnight that night Everyone yeah. was always it was Friday, I said, I'm not waiting, I'm watching this like the minute this comes out. Because I was so hyped for that movie. That was good. I liked it. See <laughs> to... Yeah, like, I don't know why people <laughs> shit on that movie. I thought it was good.
2: Did you see the uh, Cena heel turn yet?
1: Cena Hill... Oh, oh uh, Fast Nine. No.
2: Yeah. I I,
1: I-, I want to see it.
2: If you cut twenty minutes, it's the best movie ever made. I don't care oh, where wow. you cut the twenty minutes but the first 20 minutes was awesome. They actually had, like, backstory, and the explanation. and I'm like, oh, that makes sense why this character's like that. Or that character, oh, there's John Cena. And yeah, it was, it was some good shit. But fucking over the top. Like, it was very meta. Like, they called them, themselves out, like, hey, we should be dead, or hey, we stopped a missile, or hey, you remember we did this? Why is this happening? So it's very like existential <laughs> and crazy shit. Where I'm like, okay, this is funny. Callie advised it, but when I would explain the absurdness to her, she was like, okay, it was enjoyable.
0: So where do you where do you go
1: to actually see or like download? Oh, is it going to be midnight Pacific time? It comes out so two AM, like with Loki <laughs> yeah, and all that stuff. Okay, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I got to binge Loki. So, Yeah, I got to watch the last episode Yeah, the last episode is this week So I figured since I missed like the first three I was like, yeah. there's only six I'm just going to wait And then I'm just going to watch it all in like one sitting Smart, smart Um, I'm off of work Like I'm off Sunday So I was thinking about just watching it all on Sunday And then Wednesday I'll watch the finale When it goes live
2: That'll be cool Only a few days to uh ponder what will happen. It's a good show. I don't mind it. I I like uh, the quirkiness of it.
1: So, yeah. So, Corella's 30 bucks on here. You can lock it now for $30. Otherwise, August 27th it comes out. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. So, I'm guessing I can't get... I can't access Black Widow until... Or for another hour. That's fine. I'm not going to get it anyway.
0: Yeah. Man.
2: Good. I hope it's good. I
0: Let's haven't watched see.
2: that. I, I saw like half a trailer. Like I don't want to be spoiled. This trailer showed too much.
1: So all the Lokis are 50 minutes. So that's not bad. What a lot five hour watch. That's, that's not bad at all for TV. Did you see uh, they already finished uh, uh, Challenge 38? What
0: the hell is that?
1: The The Challenge... Oh, no! I did not yeah I saw like it, it, th- that should always pop stuff on my Google because i I like searched it and looked at stuff on there, so on my phone, it's always like the header is always something about the challenge It's been that way for like a year now huh. um but apparently they already finished it t j Lavin posted a video from Croatia like talking about how this is like gonna be like the wildest thing, the wildest whatever and oh, i can't wow. there's some like i think this it's I can't remember the skip for it. I thought I saw the stipulation, but I can't remember it.
2: Yeah, it um, says Croatia. Holy shit!
1: But it's it's some. It, I think it's a pro and a rookie again. Might be what they're doing.
2: This is going to be the most epic
1: season yet. So my guess is it's just going to be a bunch of rookie or like a lot of new people that we've never seen before, which isn't mm-hmm. necessarily bad because once you once you get used to these rookies, um, they're actually kinda, yeah. Take that, Leo Rush. Like, <laughs> Still mad that he fucking bowed out, quits yeah. at everything he does in life. Apparently,
2: yeah. Ooh, snap. my mental uh, anguish.
1: But they they like they had a couple of COVID issues, so they had to like halt production a couple of times. But apparently, oh, it was it wasn't like actually the, the most recent one sense. of the wasn't like a real thing. Um, so they never actually stopped production. So I guess it's already done. Um, and they're saying it might. It might actually drop by the end of next month. No, the zero or the show. <laughs> they're thinking the show is going to go end of August till December.
2: Wow, really? They're going to run against the Olympics? Yeah. No, the Olympics know. is in the July. No, when is the Olympics? It's usually on my birthday. Let's see, twenty
1: twenty. July
2: twenty third to August eighth. So yeah, they they won't be competing. Just you, Yellowstone, damn you. That's a bingeable show, I would say. It's like the Sopranos in the in the plains.
1: Like where where did I I can't remember where I saw that, but yeah, it was like um the the challenge season thirty eight, because <laughs> they didn't have the halt that they thought they were gonna have, ended up uh-huh. finishing um and it's like it's it's already done. So now they're just doing the editing part and probably filming, like, the finale and all that kind of shit. But it's but okay. I guess it it wrapped up, like, a week or two ago.
2: And pretty cool. Thank you for that's the knowledge. Cool.
1: Yeah. yeah that's just, well, Keep showing that shit. That watches it, so. <laughs> Everyone else like, now watch this shit. What are you
2: talking about? <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I used to be in that camp. Okay, I was like, do you watch the challenge? I was like, not in like 12 years. And then I was like, holy shit, this is cool. And then, oh, whoa, and that guy's in it. That bitch is crazy. And then, yeah, again, storylines. The past, you're like, oh, fuck, okay. I, I can get down with this.
1: So so Paramount P- Plus apparently ha- added seasons 11 through 13. Oh, wait, Do they have a bunch on there on Paramount Plus?
2: Uh No. Like, Netflix has some. Like, I think two or three seasons. It's, like, not even the full seasons. Uh, let me check. Paramount. I think uh, they don't have, like, the last, like, three or four. They're on a paywall. Because um, I thought it would be, like, next day. Like, how FX is on Hulu and all that shit. And, like, everything goes on. And and some of their stuff, they do have it that way. um, But okay. it doesn't seem like... Uh, So let's see. So
0: 36,
1: 35, 30. A lot of these are on Amazon Prime. What? Yeah. So like
2: 16, 17, 18, 19, 20,
1: 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, all the way up to like 36 Um, are on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm.
2: Weird.
1: Yeah. Paramount Plus has 11, 12, and 13, 15... And then they have oh actually they have fifteen fifteen up until thirty
2: three. I was about to say thirty three I just went on and I was playing. So thirty six wow. <laughs> oh no, um, That's funny. Oh,
1: I'm trying to remember which when I got back into it.
2: For me, I think it was like the season before Dirty 30.
1: I think the one I got back into was the Vendetta's one. It was the one when that one chick that that fucking hillbilly chick, I shouldn't call her